Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. Today on the Ether, Wrecked FM, episode 75. Pamp It. Hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen. Hey, Bess, how are you doing? Hey, man. Doing great here. To both of you. Good, good. Can you hear me well, actually? I'm, uh... Uh, I can hear pretty well playing with these settings all the time <laughs> okay. okay now it's actually getting really great okay that's good <laughs> we'll get there i guess we'll wait a few minutes for people to show up and uh get started right as usual yep kind of lost track of uh what episode we are like uh, i know we did 69 a few times so i'm, I'm like adding but but I'm really not sure how many episodes we did. Sixty-nine par five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, next time we'll do that. <laughs> it's good. I think people are pretty happy with uh how crypto's doing, right? Some uh, you know, big pumps, Luna doing well, Leaf doing well, all the coins doing well actually. Yeah, that actually was a great week. It was a great week, man. It's like uh, we are above above the FTX crash, more or less. Yeah, surprising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I never know, right? Like, is it a real pump? Is it not? It's always... Uh, that's why I'm saying you got a dollar cost average and uh, take profits when you can. Yeah, exactly. Haroline, how are you doing? Jam, jam. Just uh, waking up. Gonna grab myself coffee in a sec. How are you guys? What's happening? We're good. Um, um, um. You know, I earlier this week, I know you uh, uh, you had a very, very bad thing happen with the loss of of uh, your NFTs. So, wondering how how you feeling? I know got some back but but uh, not all of them so uh yeah sorry about that um tough tough uh i guess how are you feeling yeah yeah i'm i'm uh, still looking at the blockchain um and i'm have sort of like a vaguely warm lead um but uh you know it's unlikely so i'm just trying to move on really um and then if I'm lucky, I'll have a few pennies to buy them back in a few months or something. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we live and learn. We live and learn. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, difficult situation. I'm just happy that you know you got uh, 
Tammy back, right? Because that's kind of your PFP. Um, would be really unfortunate if if that was lost. Um, you know, crypto is very ruthless still. People, uh, you know, when there's money to be made, they they don't hesitate at all. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Devepe since he's just jumped on uh, for getting Tammy back. So thank you, Devepe. Yeah, good man. <laughs> uh, I, I'm also happy um, today, Finn, or actually was it yesterday? Finn got some uh, wolves, well, one wolf that was lost to a hack. I believe this was a... Um, a smart contract hack um and he gave back the wolf to the rightful owner so that was very nice of him as well direct right. take care of the wrecked that needs, <laughs> that needs to be like an unofficial motto or something yeah i mean we used to have the unwrecked bot and and now we have uh i guess unwrecked people helping other people so all right. Uh, very good. Did I ping in Discord? I think I did. Also, I think I sent the Twitter message. So we can get started, right, Bess? Yeah. Yeah. We have we have everything. Let's go. Okay. Very cool. And um, it is recorded, so you'll be able to listen to the recording. We got our amazing Terra spaces in here. I don't know if they'll rerun to Polygon spaces eventually, but uh, thanks, Finn, for for recording this as well. Always appreciate it. Okay, well, we'll get started with our usual format, which is we'll share a few updates and then we'll chat about you know the greater NFT and crypto market. Um, I guess should talk about what's been going on. So um, for the updates, we had a really good good meeting with One Planet this week i spoke about this um last week and uh they built something out for us that is super cool uh we're very excited to show it off we're working on kind of uh, the aesthetics right now but it's pretty much built out i think it's going to launch around mid-february maybe a little later depending on how it uh you know um how quickly everybody works and i think it's going to be you know something that hasn't been done before right i don't know if this exists best is it like something new i think it is if you want to if you want to me talk i don't know it's a good it's a good idea or not <laughs> I wanna what? if you want to me talk more about it and I'm, I'm not sure it's a good idea Let's yeah yeah talk. maybe you'll spoil too much right <laughs> don't spoil the surprise uh, let's say that on the chain that we are present there is still not uh, we still don't have anything like this well you know i'm not even sure there's something like this on eve that's kind of my thing is i'm not even sure it exists um and it's not because it's a bad idea i think no one executed it the way we want to do it, um, but maybe I'll, I'll be proved wrong. I, on Polygon, for sure, it doesn't exist, so uh, it'll be something fun to do. And I think it will, uh, you know, people like to speculate, will it play on the floor price of Trippy Wolves? What do you think, Best? Do you think people will buy uh, floor trippies or, or not because of this announcement? Or <laughs> uh... For sure, it will unlock some 
some interesting trippy walls and in that case probably the interest will go up and hence also the volume so yeah might 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 have a positive impact in my opinion there we go that's what y'all wanted to hear uh more exit liquidity for y'all uh but yeah no no it'll be very fun and i'm really excited to show it off it should be cool and we're super grateful that one planet has built this out it will launch as an exclusive initially for for trippy wolves but but i think like what they're building can be adopted by other nft projects so uh i think you know it will be kind of like a feature thing for one planet as well in the future i think it's good for the marketplace to have a differentiator and and this this could be one that's uh pretty fun right yeah that's true that's true that would that would attract a lot of a lot of attention also to to one planet in general yeah yeah so that's kind of important because we're still exclusive to one planet for the trippy wolf collection i think we have two months left for the exclusivity agreement afterwards we can list wherever but as always right like once you list on a marketplace that usually becomes kind of the dominant marketplace and where there's most volume so you know afterwards you're just kind of uh fracturing the liquidity and and the collection so it it becomes even more difficult to find exactly what you're looking for and and getting a good deal so so unless there's like a marketplace aggregator i i, I don't see a lot of interest in enlisting in these other marketplaces but we'll discuss this uh, at a future time okay cool. uh, let me let me verify one thing uh no uh, okay yeah you're right actually so uh even uh, even with talis and uh, loop at the moment still the loop has more listings and more activity than talis so that actually proves it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's no listings at all on on Talus, right? There's did anybody list on Talus? Um, uh, yeah, we have like thirty plus, but oh really? Uh, yeah, but the floor price is like forty two Juno. That is like one hundred dollars. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always what times. happens. People just go hard, right? They go like really you know, strong. Um, yeah. <laughs> the fact is that people put the floor in Juno and it's the same floor like in USDC on loop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you never know, right? Juno's been volatile. Like it was one one dollar or like one ten and now it's one forty. So, you know, everyone everything's pumping, right? JG, you got a comment on this? Yeah, you, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, nowhere marketplace is, is, is shutting its doors on Luna. And this is going to uh, open up a lot for Talus because they have a dedicated team who actually answers creators' responses. Where nowhere, I mean, we're random earth. I mean, they only have like a, two guys and it's very hard to get a hold of them. By default, Talus is going to end up inheriting a lot of the Luna NFT market because they are available. And I think in turn, this will also pull a lot of the Juno uh, NFT listings over there as well. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm very sad that Nowhere is uh, closing shop because their marketplace was pretty easy to use. Um, you know, I do the daily tracker, right? And when I go on Nowhere, it's 
fast. You know, you click on the collections and they used to have like this really cool analytics page. Um, I feel like they were always the first to do something on Terra, like the first marketplace, the first analytics, they had like the sweet feature. Um, so they've been pretty active and I'm a little surprised that they're closing down shop, especially with the fact that Luna's doing pretty well now. I guess they announced this before the pump, but um, I don't know. I guess, yeah, like some people said, maybe they found a better opportunity for their time. And my question is, could they kind of pass the torch to someone else to handle this marketplace instead of closing it down? I mean, they said that they're going to open source everything. And you know, I think that they have a brand issue and they have partners, so they can't just like turn it over, like here are the keys, keep it open. I think there's some restrictions uh, on that side. But I think from what I, I understand, uh, they are going to be making the code open source. You know, we definitely at the Skeleton Punks, we already have plans that if, if there's not a marketplace in place that we like, we're turning one on. Like we don't, you know, you know how we are. We don't care. We're not going to sit there and not have something that we like or not don't like. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so it's good that they're open sourcing it as well, but I, I still think, you know, it's kind of sad that they're closing down because they're, they're good, uh, good devs, you know? Um, okay, cool. Moving along. That will come mid February. Very exciting news as well. We have the rec wolf OGs that will be, uh, movable or migratable or bridgeable, whatever word you want to use to all the EVMs by the end of the month. I think we've mentioned this several times now. Uh, we got a really cool piece of art to show off for that migration that, that I'm particularly excited about. I think it's a really cool one. Kudo did a really good job, right? Absolutely. That, that is a very, it's an amazing piece of art. Yeah, he always does these. JG, go ahead. Hey, man. I just wanted to know: Have you guys thought about like, uh, like what it does to the floor price? Like, if I move my my OG Wreck Wolf to I don't know Phantom or whatever, is this? I mean, are are the floor prices still going to be based off like the ETH, and then just in terms of Phantom? Like, how have you thought about what that's going to do to these like micro markets of your collection? Yeah, well, floor is really dependent on whatever people will pay for your NFT, right? So if you move it to Phantom and you put it at a really high price, no one will buy it. They'll just go on ETH and buy it on ETH. Uh, or you put it at a really low price, while well, someone might buy it and then bridge it back to ETH and sell it you know, at the floor on ETH. So the arbitrage will decide what will happen to the floor um really i'm not expecting the floor to change too much and there are a few multi-chain collections that exist and they all have a pretty similar floor price across chains because that arbitrage opportunity is there so some people buy it on polygon then move it to eve sell it there uh we see it all the time or vice versa right if there's enough volume on, on the respective blockchain. So usually the floor price stays very similar to what it was before. Uh, yeah, so in that case, yes, uh, there is the arbitrage opportunity. So like midterm, the floor prices should should align. 
short term depends if someone is too lazy to buy an nft in one chain so he uh, he she prefers to buy it a bit more like uh, <clears throat> more more expensive on on a specific chain but uh, overall okay the the floor price of the whole collection depends on the demand uh, demand and offer and in this case when you open a bit the the gates uh, and you're able to appeal to more people uh, than to to only one chain so you're able basically to to sell it on a marketplace that has more activity or to to a new community that was uh, was already interested into your collection but actually were not into the chain so that can attract a bit more eyes and a bit more buyers and could move a bit like the floor price but <clears throat> overall the the cross chain the price should be more or less stable yeah um and in terms of like the cosmos integration for the bulls and, and moving them across evms we heard end of month so axelar's testnet for the general message message passing on cosmos is live it works i think um i'm no dev again but it's live so they're testing it if everything runs smoothly end of month they're going to launch it on mainnet and we'll be able to kind of do all these bridgings i'm excited i will do this to i will bridge my wrecked wolf to terra man i'm gonna do it and uh i'll keep it there for a little while see what happens <laughs> just just for the culture man it, it, it'll it'll look nice right i'm doing it i'm doing it you know i'm doing it there we go and well and, and, you know it it like you mentioned earlier jg you need a marketplace and talus has been very responsive so probably that's where the, <laughs> we'll list them as well um kind of until i do something and then you can listen oh to oh okay D don't tell us gg don't tell us <laughs> um but yeah so end of q1 for uh, the Bulls, most likely, if Axelar keeps their word, and they've been really good at keeping their word, so that, that's exciting. Um, yeah, so, okay, moving along. Um, I guess we will talk about, quickly, the onboarding platform. We're still kind of working out the partnerships. It's always very complicated, but it seems like uh, we do have a partner again. Um, I'm hoping you guys see this soon enough. And uh, yeah, I guess when it comes, it comes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> but you, you can't say that. You just like, I'm still confused. Onboarding partner. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not going to say who it is. Oh. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to. Well, you know, there's a pretty big hint in the art piece, right? Like, there's a pretty big hint there. Like, you see what takes up most of the space. Um, so that kind of gives you a big idea of who the partner is. Um, I don't know. That, that's a big enough hint, right, Bess? I think it is. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, well, now I have to go look for the art piece you're talking about because I've been like, you know, neck deep in like my own set of issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to go look for this thing. Let, let me let me pin it i mean it shouldn't be like i'll pin it if you don't guess it within two minutes like uh you're not an ex-lunatic um okay you got to click on the link i guess and then um 
or on the tweet, and then you'll see. Can you guess what it is, JG? Uh, I won't say, but anyways, it's a pretty easy one. I'm going to go look. I'm going to go look. I haven't even opened it yet. Okay. <laughs> one second. <laughs> you guys carry on. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm looking at this thing right now. I want to see what the hell you guys are up to. Nice. Cool. All right. So um, getting back. I just want to the, say. Yeah. Yeah, I see you get it out. <laughs> I'm thrilled. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, again, it'll happen what it'll happen, but it's it's likely going to happen. There we go. And um, so we mentioned that the rec wolves will be bridgeable. Very happy about that. End of month. Uh, we mentioned the utilities that will be on one planet for the trippy wolves. Eventually, they might be for rec wolves too. And for those that have seen the recent Hellcats trailer, and Arcadia, um, maybe if you've watched it until the end, you saw that uh, the Wrecked Wolf was there too. So looking forward to kind of having the Wrecked Wolf in a new 3D metaverse. We saw what Arcadia built. It looks super exciting. Um, and you'll be able to play as, as uh, you know, as your avatar. Uh, not exactly your avatar, but a Wrecked Wolf. Um, within that metaverse they have some really fun games and you get to explore that space and it's all free right like it they're super nice with us that they're integrating it for free and uh, we get to play in it so i'm looking forward to that i'm not 100 percent sure when their deadline is but it's kind of an additional utility for your trippies or wrecks that will be on polygon okay can't, Good. Can't, can't wait to see the trailer, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we're working on that too. So it'll be, it'll be a cool trailer too. Um, don't spoil it, Bess. Don't spoil it. <laughs> um, all right, good. Okay, let's move on to last thing, I guess, the education aspect. Um, Bess, do you want to chat about it real quick? I think we had some great reviews, some great bounties. Uh, you're typing up threads. We have some new threads on Polygon. A lot of interesting things. I don't know if you knew this, Bess. You were writing on ZK EVMs, uh, but I spoke with Polydodge, and they're working on Supernets. Are you familiar with Polygon Supernets? What's that, man? You know what it is? It's the same thing as what we're doing on Cosmos. It's an app chain. So basically. Doge chain, you remember Doge chain, the you know the shitty chain. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Doge chain is actually a polygon supernet. Basically, it's like an app chain where you can create your own blockchain with your set of validators. The consensus or the security goes back to Polygon, from my understanding. It's kind of like a layer free almost. I guess if you count Polygon as a layer one because it's a side chain, you get like that extra app chain for all the different games, right? That want like massive TPS. They need like their own chain. So, um, yeah. The security layer that goes back to Polygon that made me laugh, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the security goes to Sandy, man. 
<laughs> we just, we just, you know. <laughs> well, that was, for us, it's pretty interesting. I will have to deep dive. <laughs> Sandy yeah. validates it. He's like, it's good, man. No worries. Don't worry about it. Um, no, but, so lately, yeah. actually, I was uh, I was down this rabbit hole about all the layer tools and especially the ZK, uh, ZK technologies. And man, there is a lot, a lot going on. And uh, apparently the the polygon one is the most advanced one. So uh, so now now we'll probably see this shift of uh, of narrative. Like they will try probably to push the, this narrative of polygon not being anymore like a side chain, but becoming like uh, the first uh, zk compatible EVM cha uh, chain layer two on Ethereum. So I think they will. They'll push more and more this idea that they are like a true layer two, a layer two uh, <clears throat> chain on Ethereum, and they are the first one doing the zk proof with uh, compatible with EVM. So that that should be cool. Yeah, they're really working on the tech. But I was really kind of you know for me, I did not know they had these supernets, which are basically app chains for all the games and all the big metaverses that they want, right? Because, you know, in terms of, of scaling, it's very hard to have one layer that does everything. So they're solving it the same way we're solving it on the Cosmos, which is, well, make your own chain with your own parameters and we'll have some sort of mesh or shared security, whatever you want to call it. Um, so to me, that's kind of like an elegant way of solving the scaling problem. Yeah. Imagine if uh, if if ever happens again a, a Binance chain uh, scam uh, scam season that will happen in this case on Polygon. With oh this, yeah, uh... yeah. The, the guy from Polydodge <laughs> was saying this like, man, you got to be careful. Like, there's a lot of scammers that will want to build on your chain, and a lot of shitty, you know, super net chains that will pop up. They'll be just based on scams. But that's kind of the beauty. Or I guess the added security of your law. Like if that chain rugs, the whole network is still intact, and the other supernets or or app chains are fine. You just pick the really wrong one. So just don't go all in and, and on one of these. But I feel like it's uh, you know I'm a big fan of this thesis, um, the app chain thesis. It's to me it seems like it works. Not everything needs their own chain, obviously, but but some things do, and uh, to me. It, I don't know. I think uh, it could be interesting, and I'm happy that they went that way. Okay, cool. Um, all right, do we have any more updates on some of this collabs or, or what the clans have been doing? I guess the shitposting clan is working on a multi-chain meme contest. I think that'll be fun. Uh, been talking about it for a while, so I hope they launch it soon. <laughs> um, the NFT clans, again, a lot of whitelist giveaways for all these different projects. We had uh, Pixel Wizards recently. I think that was very, very successful. Um, and people kind of enjoyed that mint. As well as uh, a few other, I think uh, Arlene had a really popular project on Near, the, 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 the Dead Pixels, right? Which was also a very good giveaway. So do check out our giveaway channel. We got plenty of whitelists for y'all. In terms of NFT trading, I would not 100 recommend a lot of trading right now. So it's pretty quiet. 
uh, just because crypto is pumping, right? So when crypto is pumping, all the NFT floors kind of go down, like uh, in, in crypto, right? But to be honest, after weeks and weeks, for the first time today, I bought an NFT, and that was the, the Wizards. Those are pretty cool, man. You, 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 bought, you were probably my exit liquidity here. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I max minted. I think, actually, I minted 19, not 20, I think. But anyways, I went for the whole thing. The fuck, uh, man? <laughs> I only sold one. I only sold one at 900. So, <laughs> but yeah, they they were pretty cool. I think a pretty cool tech. Um, yeah, and I really really enjoy how they integrated the Oracle inside the NFTs. You know, with the price of the tokens, that's that's really cool. That opens opens like the the doors to to a lot of like cool stuff that we we can do. Yeah. You know, another, uh, anyways, we'll talk about it a little later, but but there's some cool things happening today in terms of NFTs. Okay, good. Do we have any more updates? Uh, for DeFi, we're working on some different things here. I think um, some different grant proposals. These things, I'm not sure they're going to go anywhere, so don't put your hopes up. Uh, I guess we'll see how they do play out. And uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to... Oh, Arlene, go ahead. I'm going to pretend to be Zulian here today because <laughs> I was looking at the charts, at the weekly charts of Bitcoin and ETH um, and say what you want about the indicators and whether or not they're accurate. But we are about to enter into a bullish crossover uh, on on both indicators. So we had a bullish crossover on one few weeks ago and now it'll be confirmed with the other one with one more week of bullish activity uh so i think that that'll be pretty cool uh if we get a proper proper confirmed bullish crossover there we go uh i have no idea if number will go up or will go down but arlene is bullish so you got one person bullish here. <laughs> I always say, like, you know, uh, I don't know how people think it, it's so complicated that just dollar cost average when things are bad, like, and, and then not do anything. Anyways, um, it's not that complicated. Like, you know, just, just put in a small amount. You don't need to try the be Nostradamus here or whatever. The, Bess, what are you thinking? Or oh, JG, do you have any uh, thoughts on where the market's going? I mean, I <laughs> noticed that I'm a DJ and I'm not a good trader, so I decided to build stuff because I just kept getting myself wrecked. So <laughs> I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> I have a different strategy. <laughs> that is the way. He's, uh, you know, it's always the same analogy. During the gold rush, the people that made money are the ones selling the jeans and the picks and the, you know. Yeah, I'm selling shovels. I'm selling Here. shovels to the people going into the mine. I'm there we go. Shop. Exactly. That's yeah. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. The good thing that can help actually it is uh, like with BTC or also with other coins, whenever you start feeling formal or don't feel good, just change the perspective from 30 days to one year. Like you go to CoinGeek or you put the chart of, on 30 days, you see how it went up 60% and then just change it so suddenly to one year. And then you see that minus 70% down. And then you see there the perspective that it's okay. Nothing big happens, so you don't don't have to fall more. Just have 
as Berserker said, if you want to put some money, then just don't cost average and uh, forget about it but if you ever have this uh, formal feeling okay switching to one year that helps a lot to understand actually how much we went down so you're saying we should go all in because we're down minus 70 you know so uh, there's no i'm not saying it's uh, it's more about uh, you know usually when uh, if someone uh, sold and it's not invested and uh, waited for Bitcoin at 9K and now it's like after 50% of pump, they they feel like awful because they missed again, like uh, they feel like they missed again the train and so on. And the only way probably to do it is like to switch the charts. I mean, with Bitcoin, you can literally just buy red days, though. Like, if you just wait for, like, red market days on Bitcoin and you buy some a little bit, you'll most likely be able to sell in green just with Bitcoin. Like, I don't can't say that with anything else, right? But Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's a good strategy, too. Like, if you want a dollar cost average on red days, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but again, you know. Just if you if you make a habit out of it, I think it's way safer than trying to time anything. Um, also reminds me, you know, that 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 shovel and pick and gene analogy reminds me of uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know if you remember that scene uh, where he talks about the traders, right? And he's like, "It's all Fugazi. We just make money on the commission, right?" So you know, it's just like these crypto exchanges. They don't care, man. As long as you're trading, they're making money on the commission. So, um, <laughs> you know, good analogy again. Yeah, that's one of my favorite memes, the Fugazi one. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving along. Do so we have any more news game. to share with the folks on the recent developments at Red Gang? I don't know if people had questions. Uh, the William Mint was semi-accurate, right? Like Pixel Wizards, very accurate. Um, and and in terms of uh, Polygon citizens, it I think it still will mint out eventually. It, uh, I guess the price was uh, maybe a little high for some, so it's kind of a little slower mint. Uh, but uh, the floor is holding really well, and definitely if you minted something rare, you could have made some money there. And what's more impressive there is the volume. So despite like the yeah. question not not minting out you have like a crazy volume and that that is impressive yeah people sniping the ones they like right because their art like ryan here ryan line has a nice line i think he minted that but i'm sure he would have bought it for for a premium too because because uh, people like what they like and and these are beautiful pieces of art so um do check out the will you mint because we have a few more mints upcoming on Polygon and on Stargaze, we're going to monitor both sides because there's money to be made there. Um, so we have, you know, Cypher Wars, Arlene, and then we have uh, Mutants, uh, and we just had Hellcats as well. But Hellcats, I mean, that was like a given that that was going to mint out super, super quickly. Um, and there's some good volume there too as well. So yeah, the, the two upcoming big ones, I think, will be Cypher Wars and Mutants. Uh, for Stargaze, I'm not sure what's coming up, but do check out that section because I do think it's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Good. Anything else for education, Des? Mm. Uh, let me think. 
yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, not, I guess actually, I'll... not really, not really for this week. <laughs> we always have lots of spaces as well. Uh, we had Poly Doge uh, spaces, which I think was pretty fun. I learned a lot on that spaces on Polygon, and they mm-hmm. build a lot of cool things. How, how's my Poly have... Doge doing? Is that pumping, by the way? Is Poly Doge? That. Hmm? Uh, man, I just looked at it. It's like still three million of market cap. <laughs> I think that's a good entry, man. Like three yeah. million for like uh, Polygon's premier meme coin. <laughs> I love when you show I'm your games, to man. My bags here. I see, I see. Yeah. By the way, <clears throat> to be honest, I actually had some time ago Polydosh. There we go. There we go. And they have Polycon upcoming, which is kind of like a metaverse convention uh, where you can, you know, walk around. There'll be workshops. There'll be talks. There'll be giveaways and airdrops and things like that. And it's all in the metaverse. Um, You'll be using, I think, Polydodge currency for that. So they do a lot of things for the Polygon community. Uh, I guess sometimes, you know, it reminds me a little bit of Tariff Loki where the name does not help you know initially it does right everybody like oh it's doge but i'm polygon but they've been building so many things like games metaverses they have their supernet upcoming they have like a new chain right that they want to be launching and the fact that they have doge in their name instantly people say oh this is a meme coin it's a meme project they're not going to do anything outside of you know, uh, memes. <laughs> uh, when in fact they they don't do that many memes. They're they're very strong builders. So just like TerraFloki, which was a very build heavy uh, kind of project with you know the marketplace and the NFTs and so on, but people did not buy because it had Loki in it. So it was like, oh, this is a meme coin. So sometimes uh, you know these these meme names that they can double edged sword, right? Okay, that's good. So finally you stopped chilling with Polydosh. <laughs> I didn't even chill that much, man. I barely <laughs> chilled. Barely. Like we had one and a half hour Twitter spaces with them where I chilled. Uh, by the way, I have still to listen that. I missed it. So I need to listen it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty educational. Anyways. <laughs> All right, moving along. Uh, so those are kind of the updates that we have to share with y'all on what's going on with Rec Gang. A big, big month of February. Honestly, like a lot of things will be launching at the same time. Uh, I don't know. We did not plan for this to happen all at the same time. Actually, a lot of these things were supposed to be ready for December, but due to delays, it took a little longer, so it all ends up, it's been pushed a little. And uh, yeah, a lot of cool shit coming out on, on, on February. We're excited about it. Uh, like I said, haven't been done before for most of these things. So um, I hope you guys like it. Now let's talk about, uh, wait, I'll, I'll leave people to ask questions. I don't know if we have V here. I don't know if he wants to come up or somebody else wants to come up and ask some questions about the project. Um, please feel free. Or we'll start talking about NFTs and what happened in the NFT market this week. 
Okay. Seems clear enough. Um, so today I just did the daily chart and the uh, Terra NFTs have been really pumping. I guess it's because they're all priced in Luna, right? So it's pretty impressive how Galactic Punks, I think, are in third place. Skellies, you guys are, are not far behind as well. Um, you know, people kind of have a renewed confidence in Luna and there are so few collections on Luna. There's what? There's like three or four that I track, maybe five with toads. So outside of like Skeleton Punks, Galactic Punks, and Ronins, then you have like Cho, uh, star, uh, star, sorry. <laughs> you have the toads and th th that's about it, right? So people buy the blue chips and they're pumping. There's Hero. Hero Collection is one that's pretty good and Terabots and... There's a couple other sleepers that haven't really got their legs. I think the crunks are still around. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very... The crunks are still around? Aren't the crunks on Polygon? <laughs> I can't remember. I've seen them on... I don't know. Who knows anymore? But there's not many, like you said. There's like three blue chips at the moment. But I would say that the three blue chips in, in, in Terra are like a little bit different than just NFT projects. Like, I'm all about utility. But, you know, I'm not about... I like this pixel art, but it's not really the deal breaker for me. I like the idea of earning passive income with a JPEG. It makes me laugh. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> but so same with the Ronins and like the Galactic Punks, like they're all offering way more than just like, like you guys, you guys are offering a, like a way different package now with your collection. It's not just a PFP anymore. We're all evolving. Yeah. yeah that's an excellent point. Uh, you guys have, you know, NFT switch also, uh you know backbone labs or sorry is, is that the name yeah the grave digger backbone labs has a couple things happening right grave digger uh, that's the word yeah. i was looking for um yeah so so you guys have the b luna uh pools right yeah. um nft switch maybe yep. a marketplace upcoming that's what you alluded yep. to earlier a lot yep. of offerings that give a use case to your nft so you're right like the utility is pretty good um very impressive same for ronins which have their mixer and galactic punks which have like a massive validator i think the validator was cashing in <laughs> um as well as kind of the dow restarting i saw some of the proposals from the dow that are pretty cool so yeah, but let me right. ask you something i do have a question about because they do have a big validator. It's like, I mean, I have, a, we have a validator too at NFT Switch, and I think they're almost twice our size. But so I, I know what they're generating, and it's not too much. And at the same time, it's not going back to the holders. That's my, like, that's my complaint. Everything that we've done, we're, we're like funneling back to the holders. Like with the revenue sharing of the Gravedigger, if people end up understanding that this is a collateral that we're making for free for the community, we're revenue sharing 100%. So when the DeFi game opens again, if if you guys if this catches on and people are like yeah let's actually not borrow against something that takes anything out of the system and if i want to get the money that it generates i can either go provide lp or go get some skeleton punks and stake them like if 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 enough dgens catch on to this like man it could unwreck a lot of nft dgens <laughs> and even projects you know yeah so the galactic punks validator goes back the holders but it's in an indirect way or i guess you know they use the money to buy floor galactic punks and then raffle them off to stakers so it's kind of like a 
perpetual oh, raffle clever. type of thing. That you remember how it was? I didn't even know that. That's clever. Yeah, yeah, it came back. So, so you, you you were right. The first few months, uh, the raffle wasn't online, but they voted now, and uh, I believe the that that proposal has passed. So basically, they're back at doing um, the raffles for GPs for stakers. It's a different model, but still, it's no, it's that's cool good. for the stakers, that's, that's, right? That's a good model to to fuel their uh, to fuel the validator. That's a good model. Yeah, and and I guess sure. you know when you think about it, um, what you get as a holder from this raffle is basically the floor price is going to go up because you always have like a sale every week. I, I don't know, like it's an indirect way. It's not like you're getting um, Luna in your wallet, but it's it's a kind of like a way of giving back to holders as well. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but I agree, you guys kind of have like a completely different model of trying to get everyone paid uh, from the revenue sharing stream. So uh, we don't call them revenue sharing. I don't know what the legal oh, term Oh, we can is. just call it straight revenue sharing because what we figured out is because Backbone Labs doesn't own a single Skeleton Punk and they're not selling a Skeleton Punks and they've just made this thing and they've given it to the Skeleton Punks that it's no longer security, right? Because the Skeleton Punks, we're a community that was wrecked and robbed and then crashed, right? And then we came together and just said, we're going to stick together. And then from that, we were like, oh, we could do this and, and give it to them and we'll just all share it. And then that will be the unifier. Okay, cool. Let's call it revenue sharing then. <laughs> uh, we got V that came up. I don't know, V, do you have any questions? I don't hey know guys. why he came up to look pretty. Hey, guys. hey V, hey. how are you doing? Good, man. What about yourselves? We're good. We're good. Nah, just listening to you guys. A lot of you comments later i mean regarding the nfts it's it's pretty much standard that you have the crypto pump and there will be some nft floor prices dumping um on polygon we've seen that happen with the hellcats remint uh the floor hasn't really stayed up uh regarding the unrevealed nfts it seems like the floor price is pretty much the same as uh, the floor. Uh, it's I think right now it's six hundred or something for an unrevealed NFT, and the floor has dumped down to around five twenty-five, and the trippies have come down to around one thirty, I believe. So, but the bulls are fine in terms of their floor. It seems like it's still forty-two. I think the bad kids' floor is still at six K stars. Not you so got to look at it from a market cap perspective. So, if you look at you know, Matic is like a, almost a dollar, right? And uh, two weeks ago, it was 80 cents. So kind of normal that if the coin pumps 20%, all these floors are going down 20 or even more percent, right? So that's why I kind of went crypto pumps, um, kind of losing a little bit on the, on the native token here. We've not really seen that in Stargaze, though, because Stars has pumped a bit but it seems like the floors are maintaining themselves uh decently like the pixel wizards have pumped quite a bit and the bad kids are maintaining their floor at around six thousand stars still yeah and but they were 7500 they were 7500 not long ago i don't know if you remember when stars was like 24 cents it they were 7500 and now they're back to 6k so usually it works, man. I, I, that's my theory. I'm not going to go away from it. <laughs> uh, go you ahead. Was there a question in there, actually? Well, 
you know, I wanted to ask you guys something because this is like what always confuses me. Like we, we are always like transacting in these other currencies and yet we always like throw our profits away when, when they pump. Like we're like, oh, well, I'm going to retabulate this into dollars and the coin pumped. So now I'm going to accept less of the asset when really your floor price. And this is the profit of like an NFT degen. Like if they were like, oh, no, we're going to ma maintain our floor prices. This is where your profit margin comes in. And it's like it's really frustrating when people decide to like not understand that concept and they start to and they view it in dollars because that's what's happening. That's why the floor price is dropping, you know. Well, you know, because you want to cash out on that coin pump right so you want to make that money and secure those profits uh for instance we bought a utes at 150 soul at and soul was 11 dollars i think was it yeah okay so we paid like 1600 for the utes um cool and then soul went all the way up to i think it's at 25 now okay but <laughs> but but really uh we sold it when it was like 22 and utes was 130 soul okay but if you do 130 times 22 that's 2600 basically we made like 800 bucks or 900 bucks of profit and nobody nobody will pay 150 soul for your utes today they will pay 118 so people want to cash out on the pump so basically that's what happens you know people are selling it to the native coin and then they're selling the native coin to usdc and if they don't sell it right like you're proposing well well they, they could miss the pump they think because the because they think the coin is going down that's basically what it is no what i'm proposing is that if everybody just held their floor price regardless of what the token did that they would just get what they were going to ask for <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. But th if there's no volume, nobody will buy it from you, right? Like they're like, uh, I know skeleton punks, you know, used to be whatever, 100 Luna, right? Um, and and but but now Luna is like five bucks. Oh, we've they, never they don't want to pay 500. We've never, been a, we've never been 100 Luna. Or, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> Not even close. I'm telling you right now, right now, we're like pretty much our highest floor price right now. Pretty much like close. Like right yeah. Now. Well, and if nobody buys the Skelly at sixty-four Luna because they think it's expensive, and they'd rather hold the Luna or they'd rather cash out Luna, then they start undercutting. And once they start undercutting, the floor goes down. I agree. Like we should all hold hands and and not let the floor go down. But it's not how it works, right? People want to make money. Uh, v, go ahead. <laughs> I just want to hold hands. I want to hold hands. <laughs> Did you have a comment? I saw your hand raised and then not. Uh, if not, Amir, go ahead. Hey, hey guys, how are you doing? Yeah, I don't know if I can explain this. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can explain this very well. But about the market cap, right? I see some some of the NFTs just like like tokens. So basically, the the market cap valuation of some tokens is is some NFTs are is like um. It's not. It doesn't reflect. So basically, even if the price is 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 going down, it can still run up so much. I don't know if you if you get this. I, I cannot explain it very well, but yeah, you know, a lot of people want to see them as tokens as well, and I think the biggest ones are like tokens actually. So 
people want them as liquid as possible, almost as liquid as, you know, tokens, right, where you can instantly sell them. Uh, so this is kind of the value appeal of these bigger collections, the blue chips, quote unquote, is the fact that there's so much liquidity whenever you want to exit, you can um, or you can buy it whenever you, you know, there's always <laughs> a few available. So um, I think they're trying to be more and more like tokens with some personality, right? Uh, I don't really like that, but uh, we have pools and pseudo swap on Ethereum where they're they're definitely traded like just another token. So JG doesn't like that. Hey, you know what I don't like? Like, cause I mean, I run NFT switch and we don't charge royalties, but you can't come to NFT switch and browse stuff. Like we don't use collections to make business and we don't advertise anybody's stuff anywhere. Right. So like, to me, I think if you're going to advertise somebody or like make or use somebody else's product to draw business, I, I believe that it's your duty to collect the royalty for that project. You can't, you can't ignore that if you're going to let people browse stuff. Yeah, but it's funny. It's kind of funny that you don't like it, but your own collection is kind of undervalued when you look at market cap wise. Yeah, no, but it's irrelevant. I just if if I I respect the creators, but I also want to respect the freedom of transaction. I don't want my community members to take risks, and if they've like brokered their own deals with their online friends, I want them to be able to take advantage of that and then go to the open market and sell it and have my community make a profit. I believe that if when the bull market comes back into like full swing, there's going to be so much scam that if we don't provide a safe space and control the risk now, that it will just be crazy later. And, and we already experienced that last time before the crash. I had community members uh, getting uh, three-way scammed and like getting their wallet strained. So we built this little platform. We were like, yeah, we'll even sacrifice some of our own royalties. We don't care. We want to keep them safe. We can't stop DGENs from doing DGEN shit stuff. You know, I don't want people to risk risk anymore. There's no point. And when the bull comes back, I mean, we're all going to be happier for it because our communities will be safer, more vibrant. They'll be talking about it. Like they can come into Discord and make friends, not be afraid. If they get some weird deal, they can say, yeah, let's just go here and, and broker it real fast. And then your community member can go to the open market and, and make an, make some profit. That's what we all want is to profit together and be safe. Hey, you know, uh, you mentioned the switch. Um platform actually we I, I used it this week and it worked really well on eth it was kind of expensive though like we had to pay for fees both ways but, oh no no uh, on for eth what do you mean for eth we don't have it you, i know you don't have it for eth oh. you need it for eth man we use the oh, nft trade yeah so. yeah so look what i'm saying when were you launching on polygon that's my question yeah, so okay so yeah so uh the we were planning remember we were planning to to be partnered with the space skellies on polygon and we're still partnered with them on stars and right now we're deploying nft switch on stars but we're going to be coming over over to evm and remember i've always offered i've always said that i would love to uh we can we can totally do something collaborate and give you guys some utility for the collection over there i've always accepted let this yeah, record brother. this is recorded <laughs> yeah, man. No, for sure, for sure. You know, honestly, I, I got, I can't. I, I'm so happy I can uh, migrate my, my, my. You know, my, my wolves back to Luna. Like, I, I'm trying to like suck your whole community back into the, into the, onto the chain. <laughs> hey, it might happen. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> this is good. You know, this is the beauty of of the multi chain or the whatever you want to call it is the fact that the one who has the best product will win, right? So if you guys have like some really cool shit. I'm sure people will come and will come back. 
um so you know and you know what's cool about your thing going uh multi-chain now now like community members can wage like chain wars within your community like how many they can get to a certain chain right you guys can have like competitions of like 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 survivor and like what island is like most populated and then people can get voted off the island because they get kicked off the chain or something this could get really fun oh shit okay <laughs> that's a pretty good idea there might be something there for real man uh you've been voted off the island you gotta migrate the phantom um <laughs> you've been degraded to like a crappy chain <laughs> the binance smart chain for you um anyways yeah that that could be fun all right uh, let's keep it on uh let's keep it on on, on track guys okay so one Luna NFT has been pumping because there's not a lot of collections and the Luna token has been doing really well. So I think the confidence is kind of coming back. So people are excited about that. Um, it, other ecosystems, the volume's decent, but I haven't seen like, you know, I think like NFTs have been a little bit quiet. I guess in the Cosmos, V mentioned Stargaze, Stargaze NFTs uh, doing well uh, too. But uh, on ETH, it's more. A little more quiet, like my radar is always Bored Apes and CryptoPunks. And when I see Bored Apes were about, um, I think they were 80 ETH not long ago. Uh, and now they're like 72-ish. So they, they went down. Mutants were 20 ETH. They're down to like 14. So that kind of shows that people prefer to be in the fungible token instead of the liquid asset uh, i think they want to catch the pump maybe take some profits buy back lower you know the usual drill so yeah on the eve side a little more quiet uh still some pretty good volume across the collections but but the floors have been going down because of the pump right do you have any uh, thing to add here uh, there's actually a few mints that we shilled in rec gang that they're doing really well like proceed with caution was a 0.06 ETH mint is now at 0.19. That was an open edition. Uh, another open edition, the Neon Cat one, also doing well. I think Devepay took some profits on that. Uh, I believe it was uh, Neon Balloon, I think it's called, right? Um, very cheap. Now it's doing well. Memes doing well as well by 6529, Punk 65. Two nine, he has a popular collection there that's doing really, really well. And there was that free airdrop eco key that we tried to get uh, one ETH airdrop for free. Uh, I don't think anybody hit in the rec gang, but still, I mean, you could have gotten lucky. <laughs> uh, Bess, any comments on the ETH market? I don't know if you saw something cool. To be honest, the this week was quite quiet for the nfts it was the, like the whole attention was to the to the coin market so uh, and wait uh it was no this week actually nothing nothing interesting happened so it was as you said it was more about like the big collections that they they moved a bit but actually they went down as floor price and the whole attention was to the coin to the coins yeah also um you know i guess it's it's always like that right like when it's super dead people are in nfts and when it kind of wakes up they prefer to go in these coins so the cycle is always respected go ahead v 
I think you guys are forgetting about the sewer pass. That was airdrop. Right. Yeah, that's also a good one. That made some big volume. Did you get one, V? Are you are you getting one or not? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm too broke. Yeah, I those thinking, are. I was wondering crazy. if the DAO can get a sewer pass and maybe they can have someone to try to play the game, get a high score and maybe get on that whitelist and mint something. Yeah, um, could try that. I don't know. I always feel like these, uh, like there's too much hype now, right? Like maybe it goes a little lower or maybe not, but uh, good point. Also, if we're looking at the Polygon scene, we had all these mints and Trump NFTs that are 2X. Why did they do a 2X is my question. Do you know best? <laughs> some influencers started to pump them again. So, uh, but someone said actually that from the technical analysis, uh, it reached the point where it was supposed to go up. <laughs> no, to be honest, there is no there is no reason for the pump. It just pumped. Honestly, I'm gonna reserve my opinion on this whole thing because I was taught if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> doing technical analysis on Trump NFTs, that's funny. Uh, Emir? No, no, I, I, it's funny because I tweeted about this uh, this this morning, so, yeah. It happened a few days ago. I'm like, what? Is he, did he say something? I thought it correlated with the news that he was coming back to Twitter and Instagram. That's what made it pump. That That's why I thought it happened, because it was like exactly at that time. But hey, but if he comes back to Twitter, doesn't that devalue his own platform? Like, and that's like a billion dollar venture. As soon as he comes back to Twitter, it's like, why would anybody be on live social? I don't know. Maybe he's just going to show his platform on Twitter. That's the plan. You know, he's going to be like, do you want to read the rest of the message? Go on. I, what is it called again? Social something, whatever. Like truth social or something truth social. Sense. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what his plan is, and frankly, I don't really care. Um, but uh, I'm I'm kind of happy that at least uh, <laughs> he he probably brought in some new people to the NFT landscape. So that to me is is a positive. I hope. Lots of new exit liquidity in the market just because of that guy's collecting. There we go. So, you know, people learning how to create MetaMask wallets and then maybe they go through OpenSea, they see feet picks or another really important collection like uh, the, the Hezbollahs or whatever, man. Uh, Amir? No, just I personally don't want those people to associate with those people that he will bring in no matter how many the millions they bring or... Let's not get too political. Let's not get everybody hostile. Uh, you know. Hey, remember, remember, all money is green money, and here everybody's anonymous, so we gotta just roll. <laughs> no, no, we still, we still, I, I think we still need either. to have some morals, and and if you can make money out of anything, then you can push it even further if you want. But uh, have a good day. I don't like it. Either. <laughs> I don't like it either, brother. I don't like it either. <laughs> um, Arlene, you had something to say. So um, first of all, I've got the word Trump muted on my Twitter for very good reason. So um, thanks for that news about the collection. I wouldn't have received it otherwise. 
um, and also uh, just in general, my opinion about um, corporate NFTs, celebrity NFTs, anything that lacks the grassroots bottom-up element to the branding and the development just sucks. I tried to keep an open mind. You know, I tried to keep an eye on stuff that works um, and none of it, none of it has. So honestly, DJs only, DJs only, man. Yeah, I I agree with that. And, you know, interestingly, um, I don't, so last week we spoke about upcoming Polygon Mints and one of them was Nat Geo NFT. So National Geographic was releasing NFTs, really beautiful pictures with some professional photographers. And that thing did not sell out. Um, it was like the most centralized, you know, NFT I've ever seen. Because one, you had the KYC to mint. Two, you had the KYC to sell. Three, the images are not stored on IPFS or Arweave. They're stored on AWS. So basically, they're private server somewhere. Um, I'm like, you know, why are you even doing NFTs? Like, what's the point? That uh, <laughs> you're just adding these like friction layers and then uh, making it super centralized. Like, I could have just bought it with with a credit card off a website and I wouldn't have the KYC, right? And these guys wanted like a full-on KYC for this. Anyways. Yeah, but But, I mean, this is them just exerting the control in a Web3 space with their Web2 rules that they don't get it. I was actually, I was about to tweet Nat Geo. I was this close to flaming them um, very, very (laughs) loudly. To be honest, Actually, Trump called his NFTs trading cards, so he, he at least actually didn't call them NFTs. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't have to KYC, and, you know, they're tradable on OpenSea, so he did well. He did okay, right? Uh, <laughs> but but I agree with you, JG and, and Arlene. Uh, I don't understand how these Web2 brands are going to integrate into Web3 because the cultures are so different. Like, we're all about, you know, freedom of speech and uh, decentralization and community. And they're all about control and profits and uh, uh, you know, kind of like censorship and having their message that resonates and you know that's very very selective so it, it you know i know there's a lot of excitement on polygon about the partnerships between web 2 and web 3 brands but i have yet to see how it will play out right and and how it can actually work i, I don't know if it can that's my question right like uh what kind of concession will you have to do will you have to kyc if you want to be part of a a Web2 brand? I don't know, maybe. Anyways, that's like a reflection. I don't know. More more food for thought than anything. V, you had like a lot of emojis there. I don't know. Felt very uh, empowered by this speech. No, I just wanted to 
add that you do talk about us being about decentralization and freedom of speech and everything. However, it's not really the case because we do have a lot of projects that are very centralized and uh, there's no freedom of speech over there. You can't really voice your opinion or have a a differing view. And people are quite worried uh, about, about their image and what people can say or should say. So I don't think that's really the case. And as long as people's bags are pumping, uh, the value of decentralization and freedom of speech is irrelevant from what I've seen. Yeah, but, you know, on principle, I'm a man of principle. I, I hope it does have value because eventually it will come back, right? Like people buy Bitcoin for a reason because it is decentralized, right? Um, and, uh, kind of, it is censorship resistant as well. So I think that's why it's the biggest coin is because people see that even though sometimes the bags aren't pumping as much as they want it to, fundamentally it's sound. So, you know, I I guess you're right, like for the short term, but for the long term, I think it's important that we keep with why we you know, I guess I, I don't know. It depends why you joined in crypto, right? It, many of us for money, but I guess many of us also discovered kind of um, why it's important as well. Not only the money aspect, but uh, JG, you, you know, why, why are you in Luna, right? Like you're all about the decentralized money and you think that's important, right? Okay, so for me, Luna is crucial because it's a permissionless blockchain, and I believe the tooling, and I believe in still the vision of like what's happening there, right? So I'm there because I bought, I, I, I drank the Kool-Aid the first time around, and I think that it's still got the best shot of unifying uh, the IBC. Yeah, so it's not because you want, I guess you want your bags to pump, but you also believe in the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I drank it. I'm so I'm I'm in. I'm in. Like, think, I mean, think about it. Like, I'm building infrastructure on Luna because I think that this is the safe play. I think IBCs are coming. I mean, I, I, CBC, CDBCs are coming down the pipeline, and I think that um these are going to be harder to uh you know it'll be easier for us to navigate on the IBC than on EVM when we have to deal with these other things happening. I just feel like it's a safer play to make this infrastructure now and build like like safe decentralized things that are you know staples again before it's too late yeah so so i guess my vision is i don't care like on which blockchain it is but i don't want cbdc's right i don't want this centralized future where people control your money and same for the exchanges where we get rugged or wrecked by some you know <laughs> gambler uh throwing away our money uh that's why i like dexes right so kind of it's important to remember that uh in the back of your mind even though your coin may not be always pumping so is that good enough for you v yeah yeah no no there are these things that we say we do talk the talk a lot of times however you have to walk the walk too and i really do appreciate what you do and really holding on to those values of decentralization 
and freedom of speech and all of those kind of things, especially wrecked gang as, as a DAO, uh, some, some of the things that we do. So I just really appreciate that. Again, um, just just wanted to add that again, like like you said, that some of the things that other people do are very short sighted and they are very short term. And uh, I think I was talking to someone else the other day, uh, and I said Zerka is planning the long rug. He, he's not thinking about the short rug or the short term. It's all about the long rug and the long run. So <laughs> yeah, that's. That, that's pretty much it. Thanks, V. Uh, go ahead, Arlene. Um, I, you know how V uh, starts to get me philosophical when when he starts to get cynical. <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, I have lots of thoughts about the philosophy of decentralization, and you know, obviously, I I understand Bitcoin and Bitcoin. The design is beautiful and it's elegant. It's efficient. Um, but it does have to be applied where it is needed and where it is appropriate. So Bitcoin is beautiful and elegant because it has applied all of these beautiful principles of gamification and uh, participation and buying into a system uh, without coercion in, a, in an environment that it, it is appropriate. Um, and in the context of NFTs, and brand building and stuff like that. If you spin up an NFT project, grassroots driven and all of that, it has to be in the right space as well. So, and you know, I think once you've got a captured audience, um, and you've got that captured audience ready to do the squishy stuff that is hard for the bottom down brands to do, uh, within the right context, you could you could easily take that to the moon. Um because there is a disadvantage of the of the bottom down brands and the the big lumbering inefficient corporations these days so yeah just some just some thoughts yeah that's very interesting early uh, i don't understand like at this point now that we talk about it i don't really understand why web two brands or these big fortune 500 companies would be interested in doing something like NFTs because it's so different from their vision of things. Uh, I guess, you know, they can sell some, but there's not that much money that they can make. Maybe they'll make a few million dollars, but I'm sure they can make way more doing another venture. So, and they want to be authentic, right? They want to connect with us. But I don't think that's possible with the the regulations and the rules they have to follow and kind of their larger vision and, and the voice, the unifying voice that they always have to push. So I don't see how the two will blend together in the future. Maybe a few merge partnerships and things like that, right? But uh, outside of that, I, I don't see it for now and it hasn't happened. So <laughs> go ahead, V. Yeah, I think Web2 is going to struggle. Well, for now, at least. They will eventually come when the time is right. But I don't see that happening right now. And uh, most of it might be off the blockchain, like uh, Sandeep was talking about Polygon the other day, saying that most of the transactions that they conduct or that happen aren't actually 
on the blockchain of no clue how it works but we have seen that when you have web2 focused uh, nft projects too they do really struggle when it comes to some kind of things that are in line with the ethos and the values of web3 and everything that people want to hold precious and uh, the fact that the blockchain is transparent public uh, that's that's some of the things that web2 or web2 oriented nft projects struggle with too and in the short term or with all the hot air and hype things might work uh, however in the long run people will struggle uh, especially if we're talking about polygon with all the nft projects coming on solana i think things will get harsher for many nft projects but to be interesting to see what happens over the next few months yeah i think it'll be in over the next few years that we'll see how this plays out uh and, and how these web twos will will use the blockchain as a whole because right now I, I don't understand why they're using it at all <laughs> uh go ahead arlene well just from where i'm sitting um currently all of the corporate nft projects uh, that I've seen, except for perhaps National Geographic, they got it all wrong, but like they are dedicated towards um, his, history and preservation of, of what, what's been happening. So it sort of makes sense for them to do that. But I think your average marketing department, uh, you know, corporate drone isn't sort of, I don't want to say smart enough. They don't care. They don't care about the principles of decentralization it's just a hollow um you know achievement for them to say that they did a thing for the year and they've done their kpis and that's that's all it is it's just hollow and it's had the heart ripped out of it um the only the only sort of real corporate application of the nfts that i can see that is meaningful to the public is trust so putting something on a blockchain for the purposes of transparency in order to gain the public trust about a thing. And I am, I'm not business-minded enough to speculate on what that could be either. Go ahead, Bess. I'll put some thoughts more on top here. Uh, you know, NFTs actually allowed us to, to have a proper tool to capitalize the uh, uh, the community value. Now, uh, before that, it was really, really difficult to to capitalize this. It was very intangible. Now it's possible by by having the NFTs, and that that is something that is uh, that it's not applicable to to the like to the Web two companies or to the corporate uh, or that's something different. And uh, to be honest, they they don't need actually to to do the NFTs like we are doing it. And they are not seeing the NFTs communities uh, uh, <clears throat> as, uh, as competitors or like uh, as, uh, as something uh, something to, to align or we are just another uh, market segment in which probably they, in the future, they will try to target these communities in the different ways as they are already targeting uh, uh, the, their market share with the with the web two marketing campaign. So communities are communities, corporate are corporate. The two things they will not mix, and uh, will will remain their clients. Uh, and then the and 
they will try to sell sell us their products. So, and this will not change very soon. Yeah. So I, I guess my point is is why, you know, will they put things on the blockchain? Like, what's the advantage of complicating it with you know all the friction that comes with buying nfts and and buying crypto uh, and so on you need to you, you need to call yourself innovative uh, that you are close to your customers that you you want to attract the young people and uh, you always have the marketing department of every corporate trying to do some new shit and they're doing it and uh, basically they are trying to adopt different new techniques or like in this case they will try just to sell some nfts uh, on on polygon or another blockchain to to some people and for them that's that is just a marketing campaign it's nothing nothing more and it's not like they are thinking from this perspective they they are just doing something innovative in order then to to be able to brag that uh, they they are innovative they're close to young people and so on exactly (laughs) exactly yeah i guess we'll see how it plays out Uh, again in two to three years they might launch it have a little bit of success number might go up and then in a few years people kind of it fades away right um we've had a few already i don't know if you remember rugrats hello kitties uh all those uh recur nfts that i made some money off of those but you know they launched people were hyped people bought in but nothing's happening now and it's it's all under the control of of recur and the hello kitty brand so you don't really own it um super centralized and it seems like it's gonna fade away they made their money and that's that's that so uh, be careful out there with those uh especially if you're holding them long term and another one a good example is nba top shot i was really into those two years ago i think they were one of the first ones doing digital cards right like you know you used to have your collectible cards and there were video clips of nba plays People loved it. I think they had massive success and adoption, but eventually they just kept printing and printing and printing cards, and people were pissed at them for that because it is their decision. They're making money, right? Selling the cards, not you maintaining the value. Um, and then right now, I don't. I think they're an all-time low of of, uh, of people kind of being interested in those. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. And and you can't even take them off the blockchain. They're like in a in a wallet that that's theirs basically. So they can freeze your assets, they can freeze your card, they can freeze your account. So could have been like a Web two solution from the start. Uh, they just put like blockchain on it. People got super interested and thought that they were buying into this like future <laughs> tech, but it, it really wasn't if you think about it. Anyways, on that topic, um, do we have anything else to share about the NFT space? Bess, uh, anything cool happen? I think V wanted to chat. No, we had Magic Eden on Polygon, but I, I think you guys probably already talked about it last week. No, we didn't talk about it too much, actually, and Rarible as well. Yeah, we've got Magic Eden and Rarible, and we had, I forgot, forget the 
name of the guy, uh, the one who's running Billionaire Zombies Club. He, he's joined the uh, yeah Johnny Johnny Johnny's joined the joined the Magic Eden team, which is really positive in a way, I guess, because he really knows the native Polygon communities, and I'm, I'm really happy that he, he got it, and he, he's the one as opposed to some ex terror projects because the uh, ex terror projects aren't really aware of all the polygon communities and everything but uh, johnny be, being here for quite a while being on polygon for quite a while he's perfect for the job yeah i, I love johnny he's super positive uh replies really quickly reminds me of jg almost with with the energy that he brings <laughs> and the bullishness uh that he has on his uh, blockchain right so johnny's been around for a while and uh yeah congrats to him for uh joining up with magic eden i i will say magic eden did reach out to us as well uh we had a nice call with them too so you know i think they're really exploring the um nft space on polygon they want to make a big big push they want to launch uh new projects on it as well so We'll see how it all plays out, but they will bring their soul community, and that's really good for us because they're onboarding new users. Go ahead, Early. I just wanted to say that uh, Magic Aiden has. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the little the little speech icon next to my name was uh, wasn't doing anything. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say Magic Aiden has been blowing up my inbox because of my connection with Cypher Wars. They are so tenacious, it's nuts. Um, so I don't know what kind of um uh, motivation pay structure thingy that they've got or something, but like I've four or five apps. Oh yeah. In, yeah they're, they're crazy man like i said yeah we can have a call and then they put you in a group with like seven other people and they ping you every day like hey could we have that chat can we have that chat hey i want to talk to you about i don't know like are they paid per call or are they paid per, <laughs> per project onboarded but yes they're very highly motivated people uh good on them good on them i'm i'm still you know my heart is with one planet because they were there since the start they brought us in um and i think they have a lot of really cool custom things for projects but but i can see why people like magic eden they're definitely on the ball so uh, arlene you guys will be minting like next week right so can you share a little bit more on cypher wars i, I i'm very familiar with the project but like a quick pitch on why people should mint it all right, let's see who is new in the audience who might not have heard the spiel. Gigi, have you heard of Cypher Wars? So I was in the Discord when before it, you know everything got into shambles, but uh, I don't think I am anymore. Oh man, um, no, no, no. Um, so that is the first reason why you should mint Cypher Wars. We are honoring Andy and all prizes slash whitelists uh, from the Terror Days. Yeah, yeah, you do the shock emoji face. Uh, so, um, currently, uh, hopefully my numbers that I've got memorized are straight. But supply of four hundred and forty-four card packs. Uh, some of them are three card packs. Some of them are five card packs. Um, 
I think we're, uh, we haven't made an official announcement, um, but I've seen sort of $40 a pack ish numbers thrown around. So 40, 400 on. packs for $40? Something that like will that, sell out yeah. really quick. Like that will sell out. Um, just, I you know, think but... that's the idea. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what else do you want to know? Yeah, well, I mean, like, uh, give a white list. No, I. I... <laughs> so, four hundred forty-four cards, forty dollars. That's a very small market cap, in my opinion. That's going to mint out really quickly. Uh, once they open their cards, or, or when when can they open their packs? When can they, you know, battle? Um, give us like a quick utility. Right. So I think opening uh, packs, I think One Planet is still building that utility and we're still building the, uh, you know, the proper interface with a, with a dev to uh, swap cards uh, and downgrade them and upgrade them and so forth. Uh, but, you know, I think B-Dub, he's a, he doesn't like to put stuff out there if uh, he's not certain on it. So uh, he could he could have stuff going on in the background and he hasn't discussed it with the team yet um, because that's just his personality. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's going to be uh, – so what I'm working on is getting in the DMs of as many gaming projects as I possibly can to do advance with. Um, and so basically – any game that a project holds, uh, any event that a project holds, we can go and gamble on the outcome of that with our cards. And then that leads to a deflationary mechanic for um, uh, for our cards. Uh, so, you know, and also, uh, Zerks, of course, I'm getting the Dow whitelist. Like, that isn't even a question. <laughs> Nice, nice. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that mint because that'll that'll probably go quickly. Um, and then you guys have all this lore and all these utilities built out afterwards. So B Dub has been around forever, <laughs> uh, building this. I think this was supposed to launch on Terra, right? And then uh, now it's going to be launching on Polygon. But I think it's even better that it launches on Polygon. Um, yeah. And if you do need connections with like some of the gaming communities, do reach out to uh, Polygon Studios or Polygon Labs. They can connect you as well. I don't know if you did that. Uh, there are tele Telegram groups of builders, etc. that I'm on. So, yeah. But no, we, we should probably, uh, you know, game bigger. Try it. Reach bigger for the stars. Yeah. That'll be a fun mint. And afterwards, we got the mutants minting. Um, and that'll be the last of the series, I think, for, uh, you know, kind of these one planet mints that everybody was looking forward to. So we'll see how all the floor prices kind of settle down. Did we bring in new people or it's the same Terra exit liquidity that we're shuffling money around between us? Did we get some new Polygon or Solana people minting these? Uh, that'll be cool to see. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I have traders here as well who will be, I don't know, did they announce? I'm not sure. I'm trying to invite them over because they have a pretty cool announcement today, but I'm not sure if it's official. I see on their Twitter, I, it, it seems official. So they will be launching. Oh, there we go. Uh, I think it's Pepe. <laughs> hey, guys. It's official, right? I can make an announcement. You, or you make the announcement. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm about to, but 
I just I just literally like was doing one last thing and I just crashed my website. So that's why I kind of rejected your first um, <laughs> request for me to speak there because I was <laughs> busy trying to problem solve something. So I'm going to go back to problem solving, but I'll be back up soon here to, to talk. Yeah, so they're launching their predictions market game. Uh, I'm, I'm taking away the funder, but, um, you know, they were kind of like a pancake swap style game. And I believe there's some sort of uh, revenue sharing with the stakers and the NFT holders, uh-uh, uh-uh. right? Or we don't call it that way. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, I didn't say any revenue sharing. Uh, it's weird because JG told me to use revenue sharing and you're telling me not to. So uh, <laughs> what word are we using? Well, so this is – so you're – you're not wrong like uh, it's just things have changed a little bit so um one the predict what we're rolling out uh today is not the like pancake swap style um game a because that already uh got built on juno so like we're kind of decided not to repeat that especially because there's not even enough volume on there to make that meaningful so like spending money to build something that's producing like you know like literally zero dollars a day is not seeming effective right now uh, so what this is, is this is our NFT staking um, and lossless price prediction game. So um, you can basically stake your NFT for a chance to participate in the game. Uh, it doesn't require you to put any funds in at all. So it's, it's lossless. Um, the funds are generated from other revenue sources. And then, um, so yeah, there's going to be four chances each week to win. Uh, basically a split of the prize pool, which is generated off of our validator. Uh, we'll also have our YFD vault generating revenue, and eventually we're going to put up some of the um, secondary market volume as well towards that revenue. So it's all going to be a lossless uh, price prediction where, where holders are, are not having to pay to enter each week. Oh, wait, sorry. I got like an issue with my phone. Um, yeah, so that's launching today, right? As soon as I can squash this bug. <laughs> okay, good. Cool, cool, very cool. Um, I guess you and JG come from the same school of thought of, of adding utilities to the NFTs. Um, so it's very cool that you know you'll be rolling this out, and you guys have a validator. Um, do stake with Traders Validator. Are you guys active or, or not right now? Um, please. Yeah, we're please we're active. We're down at the one fifty spot, and we're trying to get out of that spot. But yeah, we're active. Are you nice? Are you validating on Juno only, or do you guys do more than one chain? Right now, Juno. Um, you know, if you know, I think right now Juno's our home, so we're we're just validating there. As we kind of grow and um, you know get like a larger audience and are are looking to generate revenue from like lots of different sources to bring back to the community, I would like to expand that to other places, but. You know, I think it's going to be like a kind of proof of concept and, you know, building a reputation that, you know, we're both a, a reliable validator or, you know, doing our due diligence on governance. And then also that we're, you know, providing that value back. So, you know, starting small, starting on our home chain and then going from there. I can offer you some help on stars when you go, if you want to go there after or after you're live there. Much appreciated. Building relationships as we go between all these different people. I mean, isn't this beautiful? Um, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, but congrats on uh, the upcoming launch. 
I'm looking forward to checking it out. Also, um, for anyone on Juno, our good friend Joe Venner has just posted a proposal on Commonwealth to enable uh, more tooling from Apello, right? So please upvote that and comment on that because we use the Apello NFT uh, sales tracker as well as verification bot. And if Joe wasn't there, we would not have we wouldn't have anything right because nobody else built it and and funny enough if you go on loop right now they have enabled a sales tracker so i i, I would like everyone or whoever's in front of their computer to go on loop and to check out the activity feed on loop and if you click on the activity feed, it just redirects you to the Apello web page. So they did not build it out. They just built out like a hyperlink to the Apello web page. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, you got $1.3 million, baby. And you got a hyperlink. <laughs> my, my man, Joe got like 500 bucks, if not, if not even that. Can I, wait, this is a recorded space. So I'm going to, uh, all right. Can we turn off the recording for a minute, then, please? I, I cannot turn off the recording, but I'm just stating a fact that if you go... Okay, the, so I'll just say this. I'll say this much, all right? Ready? I I told them already, I, I strongly expressed my opinion that if Joe could build out this activity tracker off of a $500 budget in two weeks, that it was unacceptable, that it had not been done by their team. Uh, and then I said, you guys, I, so to be clear, I'm the reason that the hyperlink is there. I said, like, you guys, if you're not going to build this out yourself, you at least need to get rid of that coming soon feed. And you need to just like pop a hyperlink in there and send people to Apollo. <laughs> that is the most hilarious hyperlink, like <laughs> activity feed. You click on it. It brings you to Joe's page. They should um, at least give them branding, like on their site, like right. Apollo that's true. Tools, not like I, I fought for him to get paid by Loop. I literally said, "You guys, Crazy. like, fire your dev if he's gonna do your dev work for you. Like, fire it, fire your fucking dev. Excuse my language. Fire your fucking dev and like pay Joe for it. Like, whatever his salary that dude was gonna get for building this shit, like, pay Joe for it. <laughs> and I mean, if you saw Joe's proposal." He wants to build more shit, right? Plus the sales tracker, plus the verification bot. And he's asking for like 7,000 Juno for the first tranche. So, you know, compared to 1.3 million, he's asking for 7,000 um, or, or something I know. like that. Yeah. I, know. I, helped, I helped Joe a lot with that, uh, that proposal, that Commonwealth, you know, just as like a native English speaker, I, I just like helped him with kind of proofreading and, you know, a little bit of input on kind of what future tooling and stuff that uh, the Juno NFT scene could use. Um, I'm, I'm really in support of this guy. He's done a really good job kind of providing a base level of infrastructure that like just didn't exist before he came over. And I think would be really like fucked, <laughs> like really fucked right now if, if it wasn't for that dude building out all this shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, we'd have no verification bot and no sales tracker and no anything because, you know, nobody wants to. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's just outrageous at this point that the activity feed links you to Joe's web page. 
who never got paid a cent from any Juno grant. Um, right. So that's why let's all vote yes for it when it goes up. Like, I, I know that community spending proposals are not looked at overly friendly right now, but I think, like, proof of concept, proof of work, this dude has delivered what, you know, others it's, cannot. So let's, it's seven, let's seven grand, seven grand. I mean, it's only seven grand. That's right. Be the end exactly. Of it. Right. Yeah. And he built it like it's not like he's not good for it. It's there. Uh, he should get paid for it. Like, I don't see how this proposal will not go through. I mean, it would be to me scandalous. Right. Because if that one doesn't go through, none of them should go through. The guy did all the work. On, it's for Juno. It works for Juno NFT communities. He's not asking for a lot of money. Uh, like if that's not a well-spent community, you know, pool, I, I don't see what is right. So anyways. Well, I agree with that. And I've, I've seen so many people in the Juno general discord say, you know, like don't ask for funds until you've like proven yourself or until you've deployed. So now it's kind of like crazy to me that now that that's happening and they're on the other side of that, they have to live up to their own statement of like, okay, we'll fund you once you've done something. Like now they're all like, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know if we should fund this. It's like, dude, the, dude now it's the like, work, just oh, like well, you said. we already built it out, so we're not going to fund you. Yeah, you already yeah exactly. It. It's like, yo, why would we pay for something that we can already use for free? It's like, what the fuck, guys? Like, make your mind up. Yeah, that's funny. He he, he should turn it off, like, uh, and then everybody will complain. Or I guess we'd be the <laughs> we'd be the we'd be the, the ones who would complain. Yeah, we we'd be the ones who complain, right? Um, anyways. Yeah, that's good. But congrats again on the launch of uh, the upcoming game. If I can call it a game, I don't know what you guys call it. Yeah, it's a price prediction game. I'm just dealing with Akash. I think that's where my issue is. We're uh, we're using Akash for our website hosting. And while it's really nice to have like a decentralized hosting service like that, um, it does come with its like bugs, especially during like updates and deployments and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, speaking of validators, stake with traders on Juno, stake with Rekt on Kujira, and soon Mars as well. So we just got that one uh, spun up on testnet. But when mainnet goes live, be validating there too. I don't know. I'm, I, maybe I'm stealing PBR's funder. I hope he's not here. Well, we'll have a validator there. I think a lot of people are excited about Mars, right? JG, you're going to have something there? Uh, we are thinking about it, but I just wanted to show if you're on Luna or Stars, you could stick with NFT Switch on those two numbers. There we go. There we go. Everybody show their validator. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. <laughs> um, oh, Edwin is putting up hearts. So uh, Orbital Command, also great validator. <laughs> And they are all over the place as well, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. Pe oh, Edwin is coming up. Uh, Pepe, uh, we're up to our like DeFi or crypto section of the chat, and we don't have Zulian, who's like our DeFi analyst. But you think number go up or, or down next week? Like, what's happening with the market? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I haven't taken like a really broad look at things right now. I'm a little worried that this is like 
total bull trap, um, exit liquidity, pre-taxes kind of uh, behavior, like number go up, whales take profit, whales pay, you know, taxes or whatever on on their profits from the last year. And then number tanks and and plebs uh, hold bag down to the bottom, whales rebuy again, one of those situations. But again, I don't don't have like technical analysis. I've been really heads down on building this, uh, this game out. So that's just like me talking off the cuff. I don't believe in technical analysis, so I'll take off the cuff any day of the week. Uh, Edwin, go ahead. Are you here to shill Orbital Command? <laughs> no, man, you already did that for me, so thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, the What I did want to add, though, was to the, 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 the line that you had about bringing in new users or like new unique wallets to the one planet platform and uh instead of all the old lunatics basically trading with each other right so one thing that we saw with the nerdy moody launch is that that attracted a little bit over a thousand unique wallets um during that free mint and then we're looking at the ps labs launch pad and during the OG round, obviously, we expected most of them would be um, people that were already part of, of Terra, you know, that migrated initially. So we saw between the OG round and the regular whitelist round, we saw about 200 new unique wallets being created. Um, it's a little bit of old data. I don't have, like, the most recent one after the Hellcats, the, the Hellcats launchpad. But um, anyway, just wanted to share that. And so what I gather from that, right, is that as we start to onboard new projects, which has been our goal in the, on the marketplace and the listing side, um, you know, we're going to start to attract those unique wallets, new Polygon um, users, right, that have been in the community for a long time, but are only used to trading in OpenSea. As we start to bring and onboard the, their, their projects, they'll start to come in and to the one planet platform and connect their wallets right and then explore um, and see what collections they like um, but yeah i just wanted to share that yeah edwin that, that's a really good metric i think that's super interesting that you guys got like a thousand new wallets with the the that free mint that you didn't give me whitelist for and i'm <laughs> complaining um because <laughs> they're like at 80 matic for free anyways I think the you mentioned this. They will it will be important to onboard or launch, really launch new projects because a lot of these projects are kind of ex-terra. Uh, so how are you planning to compete versus what we were talking earlier about Magic Eden, who seem extremely aggressive in their approach for you know, kind of trying to, to get like projects to launch with them. Cause I think they also think the same thing as you guys, right? Like once you launch there, you get those new users and they'll be using that marketplace. Yeah, man, that's a good question. And uh, I mean, look, to be honest with you, we've heard stories already about the way that they're onboarding, you know, on Polygon in general. And it's really hard to compete with millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Like we, we just don't have that. We got our, our treasury got, you know, destroyed as well. Uh, you know, as you guys, all of the Terra community. So it's hard for us to compete. Like they're beating us when we're, when we're hiring people right now, 
they are beating us by doubling whatever we're offering. So that is just really hard to compete with. We've lost a few people already uh, on that. And um, so I think the, 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 the real way to go about this, I think, is start from the bottom up, right? Really, and that's been my job, I guess, you know, to, to really spend time with you guys in your Discord, get to know you guys, get to know your community members, um, you know, just just be part of your your team, you know, and partner with you guys. If you if the builders have ideas, figure out how to support them. Um, you know, I, I feel I, I feel like that's a approach that takes more than money to um, to to really get the re- builder relationship and keep that retention as well, right? Because at the end of the day, even if we list projects. That doesn't matter. What matters is that the holders are listing to provide liquidity, and then that attracts buyers if there's low floor prices, uh, right? So, really, right now, that's our plan: just to continue to, you know, build relationships with the builders, continue to build out features for the traders, and uh, just connect with your community members and your holders, you know. But yeah, it's hard to compete when you know projects have a lot of money. I appreciate you building things for us. Oh, thank you <laughs> for sure, for sure. Tra- that was a joke. If you didn't catch, if you didn't catch what our name, I was, said trader. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, but I feel yeah, that. that was just a joke. But in general, that's that's what we want, right? Like uh, you, you're a builder yourself. You have ideas of you know whatever you're making right now. You're building it out, right? You're you're visualizing something, and uh, and for us, we work with a lot of uh, builders that don't have the dev support on their team, right? And so our goal is to try and help them out right there as much as we can. You know, we also, you know, our team is only, it's tw- we have 24 full-time members. We have a couple of interns, uh, you know, a couple of mods. Astro Wolf, he's a new mod for One Planet. So I'm, I'm really excited to have him on board. He's been super helpful every day, you know, chatting it up. Good morning, amigo. How you doing? You know, so I, I don't know, man. I, I think we're having fun. Uh, we're, we're trying our best. And uh, we hope that the community can see that as well and support. JG, you had a question? Yeah, well, you know, I, I definitely, uh, I'm, I'm one planet uh, uh, allegiance on, on Polygon, but I think you guys have a great opportunity. If you guys go and just turn the marketplace right back on Terra, you guys could be number one. I don't even understand. What are you guys waiting for? Click, <laughs> JG's click back so on. good, man. He's so for good. real. For real. Nowhere back. shut down. We need somebody on Terra. Bring it back home. Let's go. Yeah. Edwin, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I would love it. I mean, I still spend time on Terra. You know, I like what's happening uh, here. I, I like the tools they're making with Warp and uh, Station. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, Station right now, I think they still need to figure out some things. But but overall, I think uh, the route that they're taking, uh, it's dope, man, because they're going to be competing with, with Kepler, you know, who's been a monopoly uh, in Cosmos. Um, so I like Ooh. I like what Terra's doing, but uh, but I don't know. I mean, the, the the activity. So this is what I had been thinking. Let me share this with you guys. What if Nowhere would have taken the approach of actually, you know, having like a weekly space or, or two times uh, a week where they invite the NFT holders of Terra? Like we still have Galactic Punks, Galactic Punks. We we have uh, Deep Nation. We still have Terrapins. Like, there's a few projects still in Terra, but there's no Twitter spaces for the NFT community on Terra. 
I felt like nowhere should have led that. And why do we need to launch, you know, 2,000 supply collections? Why, why don't we just release like a hundred supply or 200 supply just to, you know, continue to have some kind of fun with NFTs on Terra? And that would have been my approach if I would have still had a marketplace on, on Terra. But you could. That's the whole point. That's what I'm getting. No, at. no, we were right, right now. It's <laughs> completely switching back, and that's that's a lot harder to do right now that we're competing with Magic Eden. You know, like now we need to focus on that if we want to survive. Uh, it, you know, right now it's the the fight for market share, right? So OpenSea has most of it. We hope to be the second one at least. Uh, but if Magic Eden beats us on that, then you know it's going to be hard for us to to just survive, I would say. Uh, we've seen, you know, what happens on, on what happened on Solana with uh, the market share that's going on. Magic Eden usually is like over 90% of that on all the trading volume in the in the blockchain. So it's it's super competitive, man. I think we, we need to really focus uh, 110% on Polygon and figure out ways to, yeah, to, just to, to continue to build there. But I, I, I miss uh, Terra NFTs, man, I'm not going to lie. Hey, don't like NFT aggregators kind of like uh, balance the playing field in marketplaces? Like if there's a good chain NFT aggregator like like TFM and like whoever has the best deal is the one that gets the sale. It's like it becomes irrelevant at that point. No? Yeah, man, I agree with that. Like I'd love to see an um, aggregator on Polygon because it's starting to get a little hectic with OpenSea, Magic Eden, One Planet, Rarible. And there's so many of these side marketplaces for these games. So they definitely need an aggregator. Uh, so to me, the biggest kind of appeal of a launch pad is the project they launch. Um, so yeah, I'd love to, you know, I think that should be the focus in my opinion. One planet, kind of one planet should make an aggregator that would service everybody and take a fee for uh, the sales across every platform, right? Get that first one going and be the first one to do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Edwin, you guys launching an aggregator? <laughs> well, so. OpenSea is already an aggregator, right? Like OpenSea does not ask for permission to list any project. Like they already have Polygon citizens. They have all of the Terra projects that migrated with us. They're there. So, and that's something that Magic Eden is doing as well. They are auto-listing projects. They don't ask permission. And that's where we hope that we can be different, right? Yeah, but that's different. That's different, though. That, that, that. That does not aggregate because you could have something listed on OpenSea and Magic Eden for Polygon Punks, right? And you wouldn't see it on OpenSea uh, because they're listed on two different platforms. If you had a one planet aggregator, you'd see the listing on one planet, Magic Eden, and OpenSea. So it's not like uh, I think you're talking about like a permissionless marketplace versus like an aggregator that gets them all from different spaces like uh, X2, Y2, and Uniswap has one now. Um, yeah, so I think there's still value in there. I don't know. I got you. Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense. And that it was something that we were working on Terra already. And obviously it makes, it makes perfect sense to be like the homepage to, to take a look at the NFTs that are listed on every marketplace on our marketplace, right? Yeah, but they're actually conducting sales too. Like, so like TFM is like actually brokering that you can buy right through TFM on any of the marketplaces. So if one planet was to offer that, 
you technically could be making a small profit or transaction on every sale on every marketplace and not just have to worry about your market share of what you're actually doing just on your platform. I think this would be a good move for you guys if you already have it, have it going. Yeah, but JG, usually these are aggregators are doing it for free because person will see how open seas there's, there's, yeah, go there's, there. there's a small fee like tfm does not do it for free there is they do it for free involved. man I, i'm pretty sure they do it for free no no they're, no, they're not doing that for free why would they That's do what that they for free? Promised there's me a back small in the transaction day. fee involved because what they're doing is they're letting you browse they're giving you a t- utility you don't have to go to every site for that yeah, 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 pay yeah. a little fee mm-hmm. that makes sense but i thought they were for free anyways uh maybe they're not maybe there's like a small cut uh but i would love that Oh, V left. Too bad. I was going <laughs> to... He had his hand up, too. Very polite. I see him with his hand up still. Are you sure? Oh, you did left. Yeah, I see it. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, Edwin, um, a lot of competition. I think it's going to be interesting. I hope uh, One Planet makes it because, like you said, you're from the bottom up and uh, you know, definitely a, a friend of mine and uh, I want my friends to succeed. So... I do hope that uh, there, there's a way for us to kind of differentiate from these other marketplaces, even though they're being very, very uh, aggressive in their approach. Uh, I guess, you know, right now, the big differentiator is that these Terra projects are listed on, you know, one planet and not the other marketplaces. So that's a big difference. Well, I think Pepe kind of figured it out. He's probably going to launch his game. Uh, good luck, Pepe. Again, congrats. See you. <laughs> v, you had a question? Hey man, uh, just wanted to ask Edwin uh, regarding their marketing approach, if they are approaching any Solana communities or projects to launch on to, lo- uh, to launch on one planet. And in terms of retention, how they're planning on uh, retaining Crypto Wars or Hellcats, uh, because they have Hellcats and Hellhounds as the top two collections, and then they have the Crypto Wolves. And I don't see how the the possibility of having uh, these projects on Magic Eden won't make the founders uh, move to to Magic Eden, and obviously that would be a massive hit for One Planet. And whether there's anything in place to keep them uh, on One Planet uh, after the six month period? Yeah. So in regard to Solana, we we've had a few projects reach out. Uh, but right now we don't have a like direct person going out to Solana projects and asking them about what what they're thinking. Um, we ha- we are connected with Polygon Labs, right? So one of their uh, roles and the partnership that we have is to help us make those connections if there are projects looking to make. Uh, a transition, right, bridging from Solana to to Polygon or from any other chain, really. Um, they're the ones that are connecting a, to connecting us to those to those founders. Um, and the retention factor, yeah, I mean, I, I right now I I would say we're open to ideas, man. I mean, the the thing is uh, also like I, I think it's like what features make us different than OpenSea and Magic Eden and variable, right? Uh, ultimately, the, the, the holders, the, your community, they're the ones that are going to want to exper- have a really good experience, right? And uh, being able to see tools. So for example, we know that one thing that 
we need is more analytics on our platform. That's something that OpenSea has and Magic Eating has. And people want to know that, right? They want to know what the floor price is. They don't want to be buying an all-time Yeah, high. man, I don't want to do charts anymore, man. <laughs> I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah, so so for example, you know, that's one thing that we that we know we need and we know the community wants. And to put us in the same level of playing field, uh, you know, that's the type of tooling that we need to develop. So so that's where, that's the path that we're taking for retention, right? Just providing more tools. But what do you guys think? What uh, as I, if I can ask you, I guess V or or uh, researcher, like what as, as builders, as founders, uh, are you going to actively be telling your community to go to OpenSea or to go to Magic Eden to list, or are you just letting them do whatever they want? Bro, to to be honest, uh, I've not seen anyone advocating or promoting or shilling one planet more than berserker over here i came across a news story actually where he was quoted as describing one planet as the boutique marketplace and then he said that he, he does need to be careful about what he's writing especially i mean after direct news and uh, I, I get quoted on these spaces i get quoted like i feel yeah. a bit violated anyways yeah, I mean, if you felt violated by being quoted, imagine how Reeves felt when his transaction was shared, when he dumped that Hellcat unrevealed immediately after Minting 4. But any, anyways, in regards to maintaining people uh, or keeping people or retaining the communities, I guess it's going to be on the people themselves. I've seen nothing else from Berserker and Rector Gang. I think they want to stay on one planet, but I guess at the end of the day, it'll be on liquidity and where the liquidity is if the liquidity is on magic eden and there's more exposure on magic eden i think there is going to be a struggle because more more people more people will want to move over there uh, we, we did it, it it really does depends on depend on the projects that come to and how much liquidity they bring i mean in terms of liquidity right now there's no a lot on one planet. Uh, just having a look today, and even after the remint of Helcas, there have been sales, but it's not like things have gone crazy or there's been a significant amount of sales. Uh, the Polygon citizens are getting a lot of attention, which is really good, and I'm really happy uh, for David. They haven't minted out, but they will eventually mint out. Pe people are buying them on secondary, I think they've done around more than 30K in volume right now, uh, which is amazing. So I'm not sure, man. Obviously you need the analytics and everything, but I think you guys are gonna really have to think outside the box because if we're being real, if there's a, uh, if, if communities have an option of listing with Magic Eden or OpenSea and you've got all these new communities and collections coming to Magic Eden, then you guys are definitely going to struggle. And it does seem like you guys are fully aware of that. Yeah, I really think like, I don't see, unless something bad happens with one plan, like it breaks, uh, I really don't see why people would rather list on another marketplace unless there are some sort of incentive, right? So maybe a, like Blur or looks rare back in the day where you get some sort of airdrop of token if you list on magic eden um or a new marketplace then it's a lot of work to migrate an nft collection from mark one marketplace to another we just listed on uh, 
uh, Talus, right? And uh, I, I don't think there's been a single sale on Talus. Uh, people obviously will list higher than what the floor is on Loop. And uh, I remember this in Terra as well. Like a few collections had listed on Random Earth when they were already on Luart. Didn't really do much because, uh, you know, most of the stock is on one marketplace. As long as it works, it's fine. Um, so I think it's up to the collections to shill themselves a lot. And that in turn will bring activity to one planet. I, I understand like Magic Eden has like a very strong voice. You know, they always get Frank on Spaces or Kevin or or some other kind of Schiller influencer or project lead that's very influential. And that really helps their name. But uh, outside of that, like, I'm not sure what else can be done, right? So it's kind of a really good question that you're asking, Edwin. I don't think people will be migrating from one marketplace to another unless there's some incentive. Um, but how to bring more people to one planet is kind of a, like a more complex question. Oh, I see a lot of hands up. Giannis is coming up. Um, let's start with uh, Pepe because I know he's working on his thing. So I want him to chat first. Well, oh, he's I, leaving. Yeah, no, oh, I, so I'm just going to say real quick. Oh, hi, V. Go ahead, V, if you're leaving, and then we'll... No, no, I'm not leaving. Let's let Pepe go. Okay, go ahead, Pepe. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm I'm running into a critical issue here, and I think my uh, my smart contract, or my full stack dev is asleep right now. Uh, he's in a different time zone than me, and him and I were up late last night, so I guess I will let him sleep, but I think that's going to probably delay our launch until tomorrow. I'm, I'm very sad about that, but... Um, you know, I need him online to to work with me on this. No worries, man. Don't worry. We'll announce it tomorrow. We'll show you tomorrow as well. Um, B, go ahead. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that. But let's be real right now in terms of the exposure that the NFT projects can get on Magic Eden, uh, especially if Magic Eden approach, say, Hellcast or Trippy Wolves and say that we're going to have you on the front page of Magic Eden and we will promote you if you move your collections over here. That amount of exposure, uh, you're going to struggle to get that with one planet. And as you said, it's incentivizing it and we can't really compare uh, the situation on Terra in regards to marketplaces to the situation right now because you're talking about OpenSea and Magic Eden, and these are very established NFT marketplaces that have proven themselves and that have generated millions or even billions in revenue. So it's 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 not the same. You, you can't really compare the two. And uh, if you have a possibility to get more exposure, for example, if people are thinking or told that if you list your Hellcats or your Trippie Wolf on one planet, uh, sorry, on Magic Eden, and you'll also have your Utes over there or any other project that the Dust Labs launchpad is releasing, people are definitely going to go for Magic Eden. Yeah, the new projects, I think that would be the struggle. That, that to me, is kind of the thing here. Um, Utes said that their launchpad will be 100% curated by Utes, or, or I guess Dust Labs. So they'll, they'll like, hold hand throughout the whole journey so you kind of know it's going to be quality uh or you know it'll be shilled really hard and probably will have some sort of standard to it so that'll be a difficult one um 
but yeah, I mean, like we want to come up with solutions here. Arlene, go ahead. Just some general thoughts about uh, NFT marketplaces. Um, I hate OpenSea. I don't know why. I just don't vibe with it. Um, also, I think back in the day, um, and we all know that Luat is a dirty name these days, but Luat did successfully create an atmosphere of trust um, when it was doing well. And I think that's really important. And also, Edwin, um, I actually have been watching this NFT analytics platform for a while that I really like the interface and I really like how they make their um, mint page feel live. So all the projects that uh, they have minting, or they've, they've got data feeds for the projects minting, they have it on just this huge big live feed and they've done it the, the UI really well. Um, and I really like watching that when I've got the time. Um, so if uh, you wanted to do a partnership with them or something, um, because they're, they've got a really great approach, um, I can send you details if you want. But it's like a, they, they would plug in and display data from one planet, I think. I'm pretty sure. I'm not very technical. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll send you a message right now. Cool. We got a few people that came up. Uh, Giannis and Genetic. Could you guys have uh, some thoughts to share with us, Giannis? Or just wanted to look pretty? Uh, you know that I don't really have to do anything to look pretty. Uh, but uh, no, I just came up to look pretty. Uh, I missed all of the AMA. I have no idea what you guys talked about. Uh, I was uh, at the stadium. We lost, so I am sad. So you have to cheer me up. This is all I have to say. I mean, haven't you guys won enough? I think like your team is doing really well. Yeah, we are still at the top of uh, the leaderboard, but uh, you know, it's we lost uh, three zero in our in our home so it was uh it is really 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 bitter and uh it's okay it's okay we will go forward everything uh, good here did you share any alpha yeah it was good ama we we you know chatted a lot about everything actually now we're talking about how we're gonna give one planet more market share and and Edwin, I already gave you the solution. You, you just refused to listen to me. That's the issue. Wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about here? I told you. You launch one planet coin, call it OP, also synonymous of overpowered, OP coin for anyone that lists or buys an NFT on one planet. All the collections that use the launch pad will get an allocation, extra allocation of OP, as well as their minters. There was a plan to originally have an, uh, a one planet token. I remember that from you guys' launch. Back yeah. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember this too. At the first AMAs with Polygon Studio Studios, I think that uh, I remember someone mentioning that there are uh, thoughts for 
a token and uh, governance and blah, 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 something like that. Maybe I That's right. Taken. So OP will be used, one, to pay the minter fees, right? So that's utility. OP used to buy or sell NFTs if you wish to do so. Share revenue between all DAO participants. Basically, stake your OP, and then maybe there can be some smart contract that takes the royalties and shares it between everyone. Buy merch. Um, participate in raffles. And obviously, governance, because governance is always important. So I got it all figured out, but y'all don't want to do it. I mean, I said it n numerous times. You can even phase it out, airdrop like boxes or some shit like that, that have, you know, maybe some tokens in them, but you don't have to reveal the tokens yet, right? Like eventually you can speculate on how many tokens are in these boxes or whatever you want to call them. So you don't really have to have the plan for the token now. But you can already kind of put it in motion and get all these people trading on one planet because they'll be like, holy shit, we're going to get some free tokens. OpenSea is not going to do a token. Magic Eden, I don't know. They raise so much money, so I don't think so either. Um, anyways, you can roll with it. I, I think it would work. I we got proof. Uh, okay. Uh, why don't we launch all this of uh, you know this great idea that you have as rec gang and why are you giving advice to someone else to do it that's different that's different no no the wrecked coin unannounced is is really the the slow rug like v was saying once you see wrecked coin coming you should sell all your rec gang nfts because this is how we're going to rug you is is get this coin listed on every possible exchange rec news is having a field day right now yeah we're anyways uh, this is not the point let's go back to edwin edwin when op token and when airdrop to existing collections all right all right so yes there was a plan on Terra about a token. So as far as I know, that still hasn't changed. Um, and just to share a little bit about how, just a little bit about how it would work is that the top collections, let's say right now, you know, the top three collections, you know, uh, Polygon Citizens, Hellcat, Triple Wolves, let's say, your, your holders will be able to stake the NFTs uh, into the into our platform, and then they will be rewarded the OPT token for staking it. Right. So the idea there is that you, as the builder, are communicating with your community, right, and and and, and just sharing this kind of model with them, so that they're not just holding, but they're also supporting you by staying in the leaderboard through. Um, staking their NFTs. So just that's just a little bit, just a snippet of one of the ideas that we have. There's there's a lot more to it. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I don't think we're ready for that, you know, right? 
when you release a coin, like just managing the coin, the expectations, the the price. Oh my god! Like I remember seeing Luard and the struggle that they had when they launched their token because it just kept going down. You know, like it, it's just it's a it's a completely different game when you release a coin. And I don't think we're we're there yet. I think we, the focus just over main on building out our platform first, and once we have like a like a, a really robust platform with much more tools. Uh, that's when we can release a token. Like something that we do want to do before that is two things. One is a no-code minting tool, right? So right now we're building the infrastructure in the background. Then in, in what we want to do is have a front end where builders can come in and just create their whole collection top to bottom that they don't need our one-on-one help. Um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing would be to build out a little bit of like an Instagram type of platform where people can DM each other. They can have uh forums where they can talk about their collection um so so there's a lot more tools that we want to develop before we get to the token well that's the point that's what i was saying to you you don't need to launch the token you can just string people along for months and months and then tell them that their nfts have no utility and will not get any token allocations no but um you could maybe like i say airdrop some sort of box like you guys have the random boxes right and then you say maybe or maybe not these boxes will contain some sort of token and then if you have three boxes and you break them you get a giant mega box and you do that for months right a year if you want and eventually if it works out you airdrop them tokens or you just say oh well i guess we can't honor the boxes but uh, I think it, it, it's worth a shot because, like, if you see on Blur, they're getting a lot of market share due to those boxes. And really, a few projects raised several millions of dollars with this approach. And, uh, you know, people kind of uh, <laughs> believed in that whole thing. So, I mean, why not? Like, you don't have to have the plan right now. You just need, like, to buy yourself some time and get that activity on your marketplace. I don't know. I, I think there's something there. Janice? Uh, if this whole application is something like uh, Instagram, uh, can we also upload the stories of our NFTs? This is my question. That's a good question. Okay. I. Uh... I don't know the full details of it. I mean, it seems like most platforms are going towards that route where they're allowing shorts, reels, videos, right? So uh, um, I'm guessing that that would be something we will try to implement as well. So you can share your stories of your NFTs. I mean, it could be really, really, really good for the, you know, engagement and, uh, uh, you know, help to uh, uh, advertise it a little bit more, something like that. One one thing that I wanted to just add, um, Berserker, is that with Blur, one thing that they do as well is they have a 0% creator royalty, right? Like they don't honor the creator royalties. Um, and they themselves, I think, didn't have a platform uh, charge or platform fee until recently. I think they put half of a percent 
Um, you know, so they, they work differently as well. Yeah, they needed to be very aggressive. But like the reason why I interacted with the platform was just to get that airdrop. So I think just an airdrop is actually definitely enough in a world where Magic Eden also has royalties and OpenSea also has royalties technically. So, so you'd be fine in terms of that. Uh, but some sort of incentive can go a long way. In my opinion, I brought up uh, Polygon Punks here. How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's Sam, how, how are you guys doing? You okay? Yeah, we're cool. Um, I saw, you know, you guys had that really cool spaces with Rarible, I think, uh, a few days ago. So congrats on that. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, that was great, man. Yeah, no, we were the first um, marketplace partner for the new Polygon uh, community marketplace thing. And yeah, we hosted, they hosted the space with us and uh, Polygon and stuff, which yeah, it was awesome, man. It went really well. I think I had a load of listeners and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, very nice. So we're just chatting about, you know, some of the upcoming mints on Polygon and the different marketplaces. Uh, we're big fans of One Planet, obviously. We got Edwin here. Uh, so we're brainstorming some ideas on how more people can be using One Planet, but maybe some sort of aggregator as well would be nice, right? Because you guys are listed on like several, you know, marketplaces and it can be tricky to find the one I want got to kind of scan through like four or five now <laughs> yeah totally i mean that's one of the things i really like with rareable actually they do aggregate across all the marketplaces so it shows the total thing because most of our sales are on OpenSea, but like i think we have 400 eth in volume on OpenSea. but we've had like two and a half million dollars in total sales so it's always that thing where if people only see your OpenSea page first they're kind of not getting the whole picture so yeah no it's cool with rareable that they kind of um add that but yeah, i think it'd be good for marketplaces if they could kind of uh, yeah, aggregate all your total sales and stuff yeah, with one planet as well, that'd be nice. Um, but uh, are you looking forward to any of the uh, mints that are coming up uh, on one planet? I guess uh, did you mint uh, the citizens or or uh, or a Hellcat or anything like that? Yeah, totally, man. I'm just I'm scoping out the. Uh, well, I just got the PS Lab citizen, so I got my citizen last week, and uh, and I grabbed a few things recently. I just got. Um, God, what else? Oh my God, I got some of the Matic Greys yesterday, which are really cool. And um, yeah, I've just been buying into loads of projects this week, actually. But yeah, no, and we've got, um, actually, we're doing, because we do this weekly uh, Twitter Space Now Spotlight series every Friday. And we've got um, next week or this Friday coming out, we've got um, the guys from Mutancy. And they've got their uh, Mutancy Gen 2 coming up, I think, February 2nd, is it or something? So yeah, super hyped for that, man. And um, yeah, I'm just always keeping an eye out now on all these new One Planet projects that are launching. But um, but yeah, Mutancy, I've been chatting to those guys a lot and uh, yeah, really excited for that. And, yeah, a shout out to PS Labs, man. These guys have been doing really well. And uh, yeah, I grabbed one of those last week, man. The arts, uh, the arts are really amazing. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, I guess, you know, it's nice to see like a lot of, projects starting to mint on polygon and um a lot of them i think will sell out pretty quickly so that brings like more activity more users and just uh, great for the polygon nft space yeah definitely man i'm just if i do trippy wolves man i mean I'm, I'm jumping in like every day now i'm looking at trippy wolves i'm just waiting like i'm, I'm gonna pick one up like yeah probably, probably i gotta buy a polygon day, punk, man i'll be honest like... i haven't picked one up but they, they pumped and now, now I think is the right moment. Like I feel like I Keep gotta like, those. sell one thing. Yeah, because of the Eve pump, right? So, so kind of now I feel like there is a good entry. And and your users, uh, I don't know if you're watching this because I track your guys' unique holders. I do the chart, right? Um, and it's been just going up. 
So I feel like you're bringing new people in. Do you see like new people from Seoul and new people from, I guess, Eve mining Polygon punks or, or it's mainly Polygon people? No, that's what's been exciting, dude. I mean, since that Utes announcement around Christmas, it's um, just been loads of new people coming into the space. What last year is usually just, you know, Polygon heads who are kind of buying punks and stuff. But uh, no, we've seen it loads, man. I mean, we're just getting a lot of people coming into our Discord or, or sending us messages on Twitter and stuff who are coming over from Seoul, you know, and they're kind of checking out punks. And you see loads of people ask like, hey, what, what Polygon NFTs uh, should we check out? I want, I want to find out about them. So we kind of always leave a reply and stuff. But um, but no, yeah, I mean, definitely with Twitter, man, it's really blown because like last year, I think we had 5,000 Twitter followers the whole year. And then we're going to hit 10,000, I think, in like a week. So we've added like nearly 5,000 followers in uh, just this month. But loads of it, I mean, when you go through with people, it's all Utes profile pictures, man. So loads of Utes people. Because that community is just like so dedicated and they kind of all stick together and, and follow the same projects and stuff. And you're getting all these big like Utes con uh, content creators now, guys like that, uh, Jordan and Smokey and stuff. And, and they've been uh, really helping us out following on punks. So yeah, it's exciting, man. I definitely I like seeing all the kind of um, like Solana whales, you know, like coming because we've had that recently where we just had like a couple of DMs or like, hey, man, we want to. You know, come in because I think that's kind of or just like um, that whole degen scene. I think that's going to be interesting with those guys because again, like that you do see that in the Utes, but maybe like Utes is a little more wholesome. But it's quite interesting when you start to see like some of the sort of soul degens come in. I, I, it'd be interesting to see. What oh, Utes are definitely degens as well, man. Yeah, uh, they're totally, part yeah. of that community. They're 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 degenerates. We we all are, but but yes, <laughs> I I I know what you're saying. Yeah, so, I mean, the Utes is like such a big community. You just get all sorts of people. But I think like. Yeah, I mean, I don't, not to knock DJ, you know, I mean, I was there for like the whole Solana summer thing last year and stuff, and I've been, you know, in NFTs since 2021. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all down for the DJ thing, but it's, um, but it'll just be interesting because that is one of the critiques with Polygon, like I heard Frank say it, but it's a whole thing where Polygon's just a bit softer. <laughs> We're not as DJ as like all the Solana people. We're nicer people, man. Like you guys are on spaces. I invite you over. We have a friendly chat. Uh, you guys have spaces. You invite us over. No worries. We have a, you know, I feel like they're very, uh, I feel like there's a lot of competition, right? And and uh, it's good. It's good because then uh, that drives a lot of FOMO and a lot of uh, emotions, which then maybe can <laughs> bring people to purchase certain things. So that that's kind of like a strategy. But I think we're more kumbaya on Polygon, and I like that about it. Yeah, totally. But I mean, I, again, I, I'm I'm in like you know ETH alpha groups and stuff, and I'm, I'm I, yeah hang around with loads of DJs, and I, do, I I you know I, I do like that side of it. But um, no, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with being friendly. <laughs> I think we've come into the Polygon spaces, and they're kind of everyone's just like, oh, I love your projects, and I love this, and so on and so on. And I um I don't know, I don't know why it's like that on Polygon. I mean, maybe I was saying with them, maybe it's the whole Web two thing because there's this big Web two influence from last year. Like maybe we're just not. As... Yeah, not as DJ, and I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see. Like, once all that crowd comes over from Solana, like, will they kind of change the look of Polygon, or will they become less DJ? Or I don't know. Like, we're gonna have to see, I guess. But uh, no, yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah, I, I love it. And and by the way, we should definitely have like a dedicated spaces between our our two communities. I think we try to plan it, but we'll definitely schedule it uh, sometime soon because we want to learn more about y'all, um, y'all's project, and 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 I guess you know, kind of. Uh, have something about polygon punks for once because you guys are always doing the hosting uh <laughs> and we get like the quick minute you know the quick two minute pitch but it'd be nice to have something uh a little more deep uh i guess in the near future that'd be awesome you know that's one of the exciting things at the moment just everyone's starting their own spaces so you got 
guys at One Planet are doing the landing every week now, and they do that new building one. And then you've got Matic Man is doing some. Johnny's doing something as well, right? You yeah, Johnny's on it hard. Man. I was just speaking to Johnny today, actually, uh, over at Polygon Showcase and stuff. But no, I mean, he's been awesome. We actually we had him as our guest on Friday for our showcase and stuff. And uh, obviously, with Magic Eden now, Magic Eden Polygon account, like they kind of jumped in. And we've had some big, we did a, we co hosted the space actually with Johnny and Magic Eden last week. And yeah, and I, I mean, it's really exciting, man. Just to see all these, it wasn't really like that last year, you know, with all these Polygon NFT space and stuff. So um, yeah, it's, it's really great to see. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. I agree. Um, that's nice. I guess we'll see how it all plays out in uh, after Utes migrate. We we're talking about this earlier as well. Like, not even sure if uh, Web Web Two and Web Three brands will partner, but that's also an interesting topic. Yeah, anyways, yeah, totally. About, I mean, someone was asking the day without well, I'll put you in the space that Polygon Punks have you had any connections with Web Two? Like, they haven't even done that with Utes yet. I mean, this is the thing. I think everyone's yeah. kind of you know, crypto moves so quickly. I think everyone's like because we just have it in spaces where people come up and they're like, hey, you know, what's going on? If you, as, as Polygon asked you, you know, to partner with like Nike or something. And it's like, dude, I don't even know if that's ever going to happen, but it hasn't happened with Utes yet. You know what I mean? They, they're not even, the, they only announced Utes like three and a half weeks ago or something. And so yeah, we've I, got I to wait. I was talking until, about uh, Nat Geo earlier. I don't know if you minted those Nat Geo NFTs. Um, yeah, I didn't get those, man. No, I was going to, but I didn't get them. But, but, but you know, this is kind of what the issue was, is you had the KYC to buy them KYC to sell them, and they're stored on AWS, not even IPFS or or Arweave. So basically, it's like super centralized. I don't even know if you can call this <laughs> the blockchain at that point, right? Like, uh, it seems like it's on a private server. And, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of that with those brands, and we won't have the same freedom we have now of, you know, listing on any marketplace or I don't know, like you guys listing on any marketplace, having all the Twitter spaces, doing whatever you want. Uh, there might be some sort of, you know, rules that you'll have to follow if you want to partner with them. And, and that could be like against the ethos, right, of Web3. Yeah, I mean, because I'm quite a big kind of NFT collector outside of Polygon. And like, I'm always really wary of all these Web2 things because, I mean, I've, I have had some dealings with kind of Web2 brands. And, like, you do get it a lot of the time where they've just, like, you know, they, someone high up there said, like, we should get into crypto. And then they just kind of search through the office and they find the guy who works there who you know, <laughs> owns a bit of Bitcoin. And they're like, all right, Charlie, you're on ahead of the Web3. You know, you just see, like, all this. Yeah, just, Charlie, you're going to get promoted if you launch an NFT collection. Basically, <laughs> well, they just like promote him to the head of the Web3. It's, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm a bit worried. I mean, the thing I would say with the new stuff in Polygon is because um, this was one of the crit critiques like last year was um, there was a lot of these kind of one off NFT projects, Web2 projects on uh, Polygon, like Coca-Cola did a one off and Nike did a one off. And, and people were really critical of them because it was just like, you know, I mean, they, they it's kind of pump and dumps, really. They didn't really do anything after it. But I think all these new uh, Web2 partnerships they've done, like if you look at Reddit and Nike and Instagram, these, these are clearly like long-term plans for these companies and Starbucks as well. Like they've kind of, they're full metaverse projects. They're kind of integrated them into their websites and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I think like, yeah, I think with the, these new partnerships, it's, it's not going to be um, quite the same thing. But yeah, like I said, when you do, I, I didn't mint those Nat Geo ones, but I'm, I'm just, yeah a bit wary about because i think it is that thing where they're going to be just really web 2 and stuff so um but yeah no, I'm, I'm super bullish on the reddit and instagram and stuff yeah we'll, we'll be fun to see how it all develops um very cool all right uh it's been two and a half hours uh of twitter spaces kind of we usually go through our update and then chat about nft market and crypto market uh polygon punks do you think uh, we're going up or down? Everybody thinks it's a bull trap, so I'm thinking that it's a bull run. 
what are your thoughts real quick dude i i have no idea what's going on like i don't really i, I don't know correct what is i'm, I'm so in, you know i'm so in the sort of polygon nft thing at the moment and it just is all so bullish and then yeah i mean a couple of weeks ago when i'd kind of look out at the wider market it was really bearish and then now you we obviously had this big pump and stuff so I don't have a clue. I don't really know. Like, I've got a friend of mine who is always, he was just sends me messages saying, like, hey, man, you know, it's going to do this. It's going to, and I don't think half the people in crypto, I don't think anyone really knows at this point. It's so unpredictable, isn't it? And so I'm just kind of, at the moment, just focused on the Polygon NFT thing. And it seems like, you know, pretty bullish for that. But I have no idea what's going to happen this year with the market or, you know, I, I, for the general thing, I just hear, again, I'm not that, like, you know, um, knowledgeable on DeFi. But, but I, you know, I hear a lot of people saying 2024 is going to be the big bull. But I, I don't know. I have no idea. What, what, what do you guys think? Is it, is it going to be a good year? I have no idea, too. That's what I like to answer. I, I, then, Or else people will start blaming me for uh, everything and anything. And I'd rather not say anything. All I say usually, that's kind of like my advice, is just to kind of buy in a little bit at a regular interval. I know it's like very stupid. And it's not the advice that people want to hear, but it kind of works. So, and, and take profits when you can on some of these NFTs uh, as well. Um, don't, don't be shy, right? Like, don't bag hold forever. I, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> it, it's super simple, right? I, I'm not going to make anything complicated because I don't believe in, in technical analysis. I think a lot of these people are usually wrong. And when they're right, they... They usually post like two tweets, it's going up, it's going down, and then they delete tweet that's wrong. So then they always look right. Anyway. Yeah, so I mean, I've been in crypto a couple of years, but I got really properly involved in it in kind of um, summer 2021. And so I was there for that whole bull run when everyone was like 100k Bitcoin by Christmas. And at that point, I was kind of, I had all these people I followed and really thought, well, they must know what they're talking about because they're doing these like, you know, TA analysis every every day and stuff. But then it didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? And, and so I don't know half the people I've been following, you know, doing predictions for last year. Like none of the predictions came true. So yeah, I think we just got to wait and see, dude. Yeah. Are you, are you talking shit about me, Berserker? Are you talking shit about me over here? Or? I'm talking shit about people that do analytics, uh, technical analysis. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're talking shit about traders. No, no, I'm talking about... I'm fucking with you, dude, bro. Relax. I'm just messing with you. People that do technical analysis, uh, you know, like I said, I think Marin is, is more often accurate by doing astrology than, than whatever... Uh, what's his name? Will Clemente? I don't know. I think he was a big one back in the day. And a few others like these are like, oh, 20K is the bottom. But it wasn't. But I guess if they did buy 20K, now it's 23. They're not wrong. So anyways, it's definitely very difficult to predict and uh, just be safe. We're, you know, if it was easy, they'd be millionaires and they wouldn't be posting it on Twitter, I think. You guys have a good day. I got a, I got a dip. Everybody have a good day. Happy Sunday. Yeah, good luck uh, for tomorrow. I'm hoping to see it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's been... Uh, Two and a half hours. I think uh, we got a pretty interesting space. Uh, I don't know if uh, any last thoughts on crypto market NFTs. Any last comments? I'll open it up. Just wanted to say thanks for letting me up here, man. I uh, appreciate you guys as always. And uh, JG, I wanted to check your comments on TFM. I'm trying to buy a skeleton punk, and uh, it says when you pay their fees are zero. So they are not charging for their NFT aggregator. 
Um, what they do charge. I was right. What they do charge I for is right. their limit orders, though. I knew they didn't charge it for it, so yeah, that's really cool of them. I think they just want some adoption for their aggregator, and then eventually, they might charge for it. But right now, it's not worth it. Oh, JG's coming up to defend himself, defend his honor. <laughs> by, by the way, I just wanted to mention that I heard a talk about Luna NFTs and everything. I, I mean, all the builders or NFT project builders have moved to Stargaze already. We've seen the pixel visits that minted. They were originally planning on minting on Luna and the mutant space. Uh, wait, no, he wanted space to show society. his pixel wizards. I knew he, that was going to come up. Bro, I told you to max mint. I did. I, I did. I, exactly. I unfortunately started like a whole bunch of FUD in the uh, Stargaze Discord today. So it's... Uh, and why I've just ducked out gracefully. Oh, go, no, just go check it out, man. I'd love the... Like, it's not true FUD until the Rex gang, like, turn up. Then, then, then it's like FUD times 100. Uh, so very much look forward to that. But, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, we're not gonna fud it. Everybody here max minted, so no, no, we're, no, we're, not, we're definitely not gonna. No, no, be... it's not Pixel Wizards. I'm talking about Stargates in general. Oh, okay. Like they um, had a bunch of proposals go through, so they they increased the instantiation fee of the contracts by like three hundred percent. So instead of like twenty five dollars to create a collection now is seventy five dollars. They've introduced like a ten cents listing fee on everything. So they're basically just like ramping up all the costs by like a huge amount uh, to operate on Stargaze now. So I just, I just went in there and just kind of like said I don't like it. And now now the Discord is just on fire. So uh, I was like, okay, guys, I'm just going to like duck out now. Thank you so much. Uh, my bags need pumping. Uh so please well if, if your bags please. need pumping what i suggest is to start a validator node on stargaze and uh now you're going to get an extra uh revenue stream from all the listing fees that are going to come through from all the community and artists that choose to uh publish and create their art uh, we on have there. decided to officially partner with nft switch on uh stargaze JG, you're not aware of this, but please, could you kick us back a little bit of revenue for this marketing announcement? Uh, <laughs> but go ahead. Hey, um, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I had a meeting with the Stargaze team and, and uh, that, that thing kind of came up. And one of the, the reasons behind it, it's not just to raise revenue. It's because of all the bots that are just listing garbage on their site. And so by implementing a small 10%. Uh, for the bots, dude, I think he was dude, talking you, about. Um, sorry about you didn't that. Finish your sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on. Go sorry. On. So it basically, it's just to stop like the spamming of bots. Like we we even implement that on NFT Switch uh, because we don't want our our contract to get clogged. And so what's happening is you have these crazy sales bots. Now I don't know about the minting fees and all that, but I do know about the listing fees. That is the rationale behind it. So what's happened? What's happened is the entire Stargaze community has just been totally Trojan horsed with like the idea of bots and uh, spam at the heart of it. Me as a creator and user of Stargaze Market has actually never, and I've used it for like the entire, like for nine months. I've never ever had an issue on like a customer level 
with like spam and bots. But you have to like remember when I'm just using the website. Have, they don't have gas fees. So bots that are just abusing the network with no gas is bad for the network. Yeah. So what you do is you introduce like a one star fee or a percentage based fee. Instead, what they did is they increased the fees by 300%. And then anyway, I won't really get into it, but basically validators should validate the network. They shouldn't get themselves involved with like how creatives do their job like and, and publish their collections. Just validate the network. Just, you know, do that. Like, don't worry about like how much they should charge and how much these things should be. Just make sure the blocks get validated and the network runs and don't tell creators how much they should charge and all these other things like you don't know well like, then creators you know, should creators should run validators and have a say that's what we've chosen to do we chose no, to have they a say and run validators you're proposing that people run validators and don't and don't make money and just give let the creators do whatever they want i'm both no, make money so i just i decided to you're leveraging both, the you're right? leveraging the community and the creators and by the way, all your value actually comes from those people. Like it doesn't come from the validators, really. Um, so the network that you that you create on comes from the validators. It goes both ways. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, but we don't need validators. We can literally just get Amazon Web Services to run the whole thing. And so then once it again, matter. you'll be centralized crap, and we're back to square one. Like this is what we're saying. Like we need both components. Like we are both two pieces so... of the puzzle. But then we just had like the validators decide to change the creative economics of the entire chain at the total expense of every single person who actually makes something on the chain. I mean, I can only say this again, like from nothing, I, I, I spun this thing up and we got into an active set and became a validator because we wanted to say there's a system in place. You can utilize the system or you can complain about it. But how can a create, how can someone who doesn't own a validator node uh, vote against any of this stuff? Because obviously validators stand to gain a lot of money. And um, because you've li literally just created an entirely new revenue stream for yourselves. And uh, now the only way, not even to have a say, because anyone can have a say, right? But even if they have a say, it makes no difference. The fees are never going to go down. Why would validators ever vote it down? The only reason why they would do that is when volume drops to zero. Volume on Stargate is already like $5,000 a day. That's nothing. So until that drops almost down to zero, then, then validators might actually start saying something. But anyway, what I'm saying, as someone who deals with over 3,000 different creatives in London and around the world all year round, that you guys have fucked creatives and like i hate it and i think it's terrible and i, I would like to respond to that because if you have three thousand creatives you guys should pull your shit together and start a validator and have well a say unfortunately in my creative system in place unfortunately my creatives are like people who don't know how to use web free they're like photographers filmmakers directors producers uh, graphic designers and you know they Let's work. start educating them then we can educate them and then we can get them on board and we can get you a validator it could be a ps labs validator for creatives and then you can have a weighted say like there's a system in place i'm not saying that what happened is correct i didn't even realize that that prop went through i'm not even gonna lie yeah right? no one did I, I was under the assumption i was under the assumption that the prop had to do with the listing fee and I, that was and what by the way I the original conversation of. on the proposal was one star and when the proposal got voted yeah, through, it was five star. 
So it's like it was increased by 500% when the actual proposal was written in on like smart contract level. So it's like, it's it, it like obvious as you can tell, like I'm not happy, right? So, um, and I've been like in the Stargaze channels uh, voicing that opinion. Anyway, I, uh, I'm sorry. I just, Rec Gang said like, is there anything else interesting happening? I thought I'd uh, shine a light on that. Hey, I think it's too much, too, to go from one to five. And if you put a prop up to put it back, I'll support you. Yeah, well, like, well, it's not going to happen, right? Because as a validate, validators aren't going to vote to make less that's money. That's not true. That's not true. That's, that's, yes, they can. Because you know what? I, I'm a creator, too. I run projects, too. And if I think this is messed up, I'm not going to go for it. And, and that's a big markup from the forum discussion to the prop discussion. Did you vote that's to not what was discussed about. No, I didn't even know. There's like a thousand okay, yeah, props yeah. going That's on. Fine, so like, like, I'm That's not the fine. one who handles all of our yeah. uh, our, our, our tech, what? right? But at the same time, I I'm, I hear well, you. Tell you what, with me. People, so like people, it doesn't matter even if you choose to not vote for or not. Honestly, because the biggest validators in the entire Stargaze system have just all voted it through anyway, and it's like gone through it like 99. percent So it doesn't matter even if a secondary proposal comes through, it will never go through to like lower the fees. Um, it will just stay like that. So, I don't know. Um, it, basically, the thing I like ultimately the least about this is that we are being told what param like we are being set parameters on which we can create collections and innovate on NFTs with. So now pretty much, basically based off like the, the two proposals just went through, like triple the amount of the instantiation fee an introduction of like five star listing fee means that now high volume, low cost NFT projects cannot exist anymore. So if you want to create a project which relies on like the economics of high volume, low cost, that's done. You can't do it. So um, you now need to, so, so it's basically they're just telling you exactly what you can like they're just saying like this is exactly how an nft project should be and you know this is the law and um you have to do it well can i make a can i i would like to yeah go for it man uh tell tell you something right so this is one thing i learned because i'm i'm in the process of deploying nft switch on stargaze right and one of the things that i kept getting uh running into is that people kept quoting stargaze marketplace docs to me when i'm launching a platform which is different i'm not under stargaze right so technically if you want to anybody we could we could make another marketplace that doesn't have anything to do with those things has nothing to do with any of those rules because these are rules that are actually implied for stargaze marketplace not the chain when i deploy nft switch i'm not doing fairburn i'm not doing these things because i'm providing a service that you can either use it or not use it like there's a big confusion in what is happening in Stargaze and what is what. Stargaze marketplace docs are not the docs for the chain. They're different. I mean, like basically the one thing that's like not being considered in all of this is like the artists themselves. And um, now it's coming to light a bit. Essentially, the big failure here is not like that Stargaze well, I think there's a big failure on like uh, not even Stargaze because Star the Stargaze team is incredibly talented and skilled. They're really, really good. Like the problem is that they are governed by a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing through like this online thing, right? Where they get to just vote on what they want 
and it goes through. And like now the Stargaze team, who's like very talented, really skilled builders, now have to like actually make that thing. Um, so uh, now they have to like waste their time doing this, which will eventually get reversed if they want to stay aw- alive. And then like, well, I'm just like saying like, then create the volume is going to drop. Creatives will look for like more competitive marketplaces. I, anyway, as you can tell, like, uh, I lost him. The last sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost me. By the way, basically, like, it's impossible to operate a business when the goalposts get moved so drastically, so quickly, and it's like, well, then everything's just changed in like three days. Then we have to totally restructure everything we do. Yeah, I can see that. How that's frustrating for sure. Uh, I'll leave it at that, though, because, like, you know, I understand both sides of the argument. I just think they've been super heavy-handed, and um, obviously that's pissed me off. Is it, like, one-time listing fee? Like, and then you can reduce your listing, and then it doesn't cost you? Or it's always five stars? Uh, it's always five stars. Every time you make any change, it will cost you five stars. So so one one nice workaround would be that it's like some kind of deposit system, right? So like you put five stars down to list, but you get that back when it sells, you know? So something like that would work really well. But um, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Essentially, I don't think anything's really going to change because it was voted in so massively in favor. Uh, but that's like just massive validator nodes, like the ones that just have like hundreds of millions of stars. They don't, they, their bottom line doesn't care about like the artist on the chain. They only care about making money. So uh, obviously smaller validator nodes, they probably, you know, are a bit more involved in like the community and stuff. But these huge ones that have like hundreds of millions of stars and they're the number one, number two, number three. I can promise you like, they probably don't get involved in like the Discord chats and any of this stuff, you know? So um, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. They've just created a new revenue stream for themselves. If if Stargaze needed to make money, then just tell people. Just say, like, we want to monetize. That's absolutely fine, you know? We'll back that. We'll, but, like, don't, like, Trojan horse us with this, like, bot spam stuff, you know? I think this is really important also, like, you know, this is why we always educate people to vote outside the top 10 validators, like don't delegate to these top 10 whales, who could be just corporate entities, go down the go down the line and find somebody who might be more, you know, engaged, like this is why we keep saying this over and over again, too. Yeah, so so just on that topic, actually, even. Sorry, sorry, Alex, you can say, oh, sorry, uh, Berserker, you can say something. V's gonna, V's gonna go after you now. Go after me. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Me, last time I said my name, you got so pissed. Um, go ahead, David. I was just gonna say, like, on that topic of like sort of uh, redistributing power from the top, like, let's say, just five validators who can obviously vote things through with overwhelming power. Like what kind of solutions are there to that? Because it's like, I don't see a solution to that. Kujira has a pretty interesting solution to spreading out delegations that could be looked at. Uh, by the way, big shout out to Kujira. I love those guys. Uh, can you expand on that? I'm going to let Wolf take our bets and stay validated on that chain. We validate on Kujira. Please stake with us on Rec validators and decentralize the network. 
it's just aesthetically they have you know have you ever staked on Kujira, uh david um you, you i've, I just no, I've never staked but i've just gone on i've like spent my money in there i've used all the different services with like a hundred dollars going back to look at how and they it's really well it's their really validators nice. and i had a beer with the yeah. founder in london like what's his name hans oh he's one of the fans. Yeah, and Dove, maybe? I didn't meet Dove, but Dove? like I met Hans, and he was a legend, and I was like, cool, how do I buy your NFTs? And he was like, I don't sell NFTs. And I was like, well, then you're a loser. Yeah, they, they're never going to get NFTs, yeah, I was like, just, well, just for sorry, the record. Man, you don't know anything about crypto. <laughs> and, 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 and then you were not friends yeah no, 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 no. Well, yeah, we got, it was great. We got along like a house on fire. It was really good. Um, yeah, I really like the Kujira guys. They're just, um, they, they, but they, you know, it wasn't too long ago, like maybe like one or two months ago, they were experiencing a lot of FUD as well. They managed to, um, you know, yeah, with the sauce get through thing. that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like they're a bit of a black box, right, when it comes to a code. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I understand it from an investor's point of view, but just from like a user's point of view, like just someone who's not a DeFi nerd, um, I just, uh, I don't really care as long as it like just works and looks good and and is easy to use. So Kujira definitely ticks all the all of those boxes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not really I'm not like a trader. I'm not an investor. I just like I literally I just make pictures of things and then and then we sell them online and then we create communities and stuff like that. But like we were you know we're an AI rendering design studio basically. Uh, I I know nothing about like uh well i know a bit more since getting into crypto but after sitting in on some spaces and stuff i realized yeah that that's not really for me all right gang uh we could talk about this for hours in terms of the fees uh i just thanks for sharing that i was not aware well actually i kind of noticed it because i listed uh, an nft um and i kind of noticed it. i was like hey i didn't remember i had to pay stars to list and i guess yeah that was new uh, Polygon Punks is very confused now. He's like, "What are you guys talking about?" Um, <laughs> this is what happens when uh, you, you you know there's a multi-chain project. Yeah. We we switch. Uh, everybody here, I think, PS Labs is also very multi-chain. So we switch from chains to chains, and uh, a lot of different things happening. It, it can be a little difficult to. <laughs> you know, it's kind of maybe makes me like on. obviously there's Stargate. You know, different chains are different, right? So Stargate's is totally like quorum led uh you know dao style structure but then polygon is just like it's basically just like v like vc backed and vc funded like just people vote it through and it goes through no well at least you can do whatever you want exactly it's permissionless i I kind of like i have to pay any fee to launch a collection so you know it is there is that difference i kind of of, like the fact that like there's just like five people who are very very crazy good at their jobs just making decisions that we don't have to make um i know that that's kind of like the antithesis of like what crypto is meant to be but um it does make you appreciate sometimes just having like good people in in the driver's seat um and uh when when there's too many cooks in the kitchen and there's too many drivers trying to drive a car it just like becomes a mess and um i hope it gets kind of like cleaned up but like i I, i've shared my opinions on it and i think after today that's it you know i'm just going to get back into my work
Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, we'll talk about it some more. I need to digest it. Uh, it's been a three-hour spaces now. Thanks for everyone <laughs> for making it. <laughs> uh, we have some longer than 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 you know. We we've had longer than three hours. I'm just being a little. And by the way, uh, sorry. I, mean, I didn't mean to. I, I mean, I did mean to cut you off, uh, Berserker. But V, you fucking minted a diamond-handed ape. Holy shit. That's uh Did you miss that? What the dude, fuck? Dude, you minted like a super rare ape. Um, thank you so much, man. That's uh Oh I, why, why, I actually, it's the same people that get lucky. That's I, I actually floored I actually floored two, so I had two that I had listed <laughs> for fifty dollars for a few days. Oh. And uh, they sold today, and I was like, "Oh, thank Brilliant. God, I got rid of those fucking rats." And then <laughs> you joined the spaces, and I felt bad. I was like, "Shit, man, how am I gonna show my face to David or Chabu? I have to go and mint at least oh. one to be like, hey 'Hey, I've still got one,' and at least it'll help them mint out." And I just minted this. Dude, thank you so much, brother. Like, so, I can't yeah. wait to meet you in real life someday. Um, I'm gonna do my little journey up to really, but but really, you can't wait to yeah. meet him. I, I don't know. Is I can't that, wait like, to are just, you... okay. uh, I mean, I just hope that he's like a normal. Uh, I just, I don't know why I just imagine V being like two foot tall, but like, I just hope he's like a normal person, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, bro. Don't fucking dox me. I'm like two foot, like three inches. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, you know we're running uh, would be nice. upgrade uh, things for like youths and gods and things like that. Like, we're absolutely have to do it for like the wolves. Uh, probably in the next day or two, we've been like pumping out like AI versions of different collections. I think Hellcats. We're just testing out with Hellcats on day one. We do youths and gods today, and they like we. You're, we're trying to reach out to like communities that have no clue who we are, and like Rekdang. Obviously, we're quite tight with you guys but uh fuck it let's just let's yeah we're the same old people same people <laughs> yeah. owning ps labs and yeah, yeah, it's Rec Wolves. It's all one uh, big, whatever one guys big you jerk. ain't getting shit one big circle jack yeah uh david before i i want to close the spaces i know a lot of people still could go on but i have to go um I want to say, polygon punks you guys coming to nft nyc because that could be kind of the opportunity for us all to meet somewhere finally face-to-face yeah i don't know man i'm based in the uk and i wasn't planning to come out to it but um... you're based in the uk have you met david are you based in london no i'm in london London? yeah yeah, i'm in london yeah i can't i'm sort of in east london near wolfenstone oh that's like the wolfenstone area yeah 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 north london yeah northeast mate northeast yeah well what about you guys where are you uh, guys i'll we need let's go let's go to uh Let's go to NFT NYC all together, and we'll drag V along with us. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, dude. yeah, we'll drag V along with us. Oh, that'd be great. My next, I was chatting to because um, like Johnny's going. I think uh, yeah, loads of people are going. Johnny and Matic Man are going oh, really? and stuff. Matic so uh, Man. Isn't he I think there's China? like a Polygon dinner. Oh yeah, it's the place. To be. <clears throat> like, Matic Man, he's um, he's moving back to the US like next week. Okay. He's going to be back in the states. He's living near Johnny actually, but they're both going to go to NY. And I think it's like a Polygon dinner as well going. Oh and what? Stuff. So, okay, yeah, we cool, need man. to get in on that Polygon dinner. Uh, if if there's a polygon, yeah, there, no, I'll let's speak come. to Matting Man. Okay, okay, I'll speak to him. Yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, and if it happens, okay, nice and by guys. the way, you need to meet um, uh, Pablo from Mutants. You need to meet that guy. They're having space uh, next week, actually, or I guess this Friday. 
Um, so, you know, Pablo's really yeah, awesome. Again, another based um what, what, why wasn't you know who's from canada well, man? Pablo's from spain and... but he's like a massive creative director in london for like a huge company yeah. and he runs obviously mutants project and um he's just like the he's been laying low for like half a year but now poly one planet's firing up again he's uh he's on it and like you definitely should meet him he's just an awesome person and and like that'll be a we'll, we'll all come to uh nft nyc together we'll drag we'll go up get v we'll put v in a suitcase and then we'll fly to nft nyc i love it and yeah uh there'll be lots of cool parties so we'll have fun all right i'm closing this out thanks everyone for attending listening in uh it was great chatting with y'all thanks for coming up and and and, and sharing uh and we'll see each other on spaces again thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was wrecked fm number 75 pampit hosted by the wrecked gang recorded on sunday january 22nd 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening if you want to keep listening head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now with spark ibc enabled put your hands up like you got a couple questions ain't no misdirection just a bunch of flexing all aggressive insane from all directions smoke blows in when i start a session Plain canvas blaze up the handlers rocking back and forth like i got the van stuck don't grind the clutch mind your hush put your mask on and don't touch the antlers feeling untouchable when i'm on the verse but in the universe i'm just writing some words enticing these nerds while i'm laying out my memoirs like remember when i had to fight the centaur i'm a book nerd let me take you on the journey lost in the labyrinth searching out the lost fern for certain got the taxes included acting like a writer never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble